Welcome to Pointed Questions. My name is Brent Weinbach. With me is Donnie Devanian. Our guest today is pediatrician Dr. A. We will be talking to her about growing bodies and poo-poo on this episode of Pointed Questions. What ages does a pediatrician work? Is it all the way up to 18? Or? Um, our hospital, we actually see kids up to age 21. Oh, 21. Okay, so yeah. they consider 19 and 20-year-olds and 21-year-olds kids still. Yeah, like adolescents, their brains mm-hmm. are not fully formed yet. They make dumb decisions and need our help sometimes. How do they know that 21 is a cutoff? You tell them? Uh, the patients, how yeah. do they know? Uh, I think once you go beyond that, you feel pretty uncomfortable in a children's hospital. <laughs> What's the oldest one you've seen? Uh, 26-year-old, actually. Oh, they go higher than 21. Some, some t- kids have some genetic disorders that adult uh, doctors feel uncomfortable taking care of, and so a lot of times we'll continue to see those kids even beyond the cutoff of 21. What's the youngest that you get? Like, Less than a year? Yes, like mm-hmm. p- premature babies. What's your favorite age to see? My favorite age, somewhere between like 15 months to three years old. They're really playful. They have a lot of personality. Um, and then the five to seven range because they like to be in control and I don't know, they're a lot goofier on mm. purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what's your least favorite age to see? Mm. Teenagers. Mm. Are they, how come? Um, j- they don't want to talk to me. I seem like a scary adult. They don't want to tell me their secrets, but I like need to know them. I want to know if they're doing <laughs> drugs. I want to right. know if they're having sex and how they're being safe. But it's it's hard to kind of get them to trust you and that yeah. you'll keep their secrets and you just really want to help them. So it can, can be hard. When you're seeing teenagers mm-hmm. or kids who are maybe 16 and up, are they surprised if it's their first time seeing you? Because you look young. Sometimes they're parents, but usually the kids are like, you are fully adultified. Mm-hmm. You are in this yeah. role of doctor, and I can't trust you. Do you wear a lab coat? And actually, no. A lot of pediatricians don't because it scares the children. Oh, Interesting. What do you, yeah. what what about do you wear? Um, I, I wear a business casual appropriate clothing. <laughs> oh, wow. A and lot you, of pants. You, you go out and look for that at different stores? Yeah, yeah. So you do wear a stethoscope, though? Yes. So you have your casual style on and then with a stethoscope. Mm-hmm. Would it be something as like you're wearing right now? No, maybe like dress pants and a silk blouse, mm-hmm. but something right. that like if a child drools on it, I won't be bothered. Mm. I see. Do you put any kind of fuzzy animal things on on the stethoscope um, they hang them on there you know like little kind of things that clamp onto it that are little animals uh, that clamp onto it mm-hmm. you do I, yes i have like a little uh robotic owl that's eyes light up and it makes a sound mm-hmm. i use that to look in their mouths do you have mm. kids of your own i don't do you want kids uh, maybe in the distant future. Yes, and but working in this field doesn't turn you off to having kids. No. It and if it, it makes you want to have kids eventually. Uh, it hasn't convinced me not to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it makes me a little more overprotective than maybe some parents might be. Mm. 
Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I would think that the opposite would be the case where because you're so used to issues or, you know, health issues and things that you wouldn't be as uh, concerned about, I don't know, things that maybe people who didn't know as much would worry about. But because you do mm-hmm. know about these things, it makes you concerned even more. Yeah, like you only need to see so many trampolining accidents or like kids who weren't wearing their helmets to. I guess when I, if someone saw someone getting injured a lot, they would think, well, it's just an injury. They'll, they'll get over it. Whereas a, a parent who had just seen that one time, they might get really freaked out about it. But that's not the case. No, it's not the case because I, I see it too much. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Aside from being overprotective with kids, mm-hmm. does it make you um, overly protective about yourself and adults as well? Mm, I don't think I don't think so. I do like internally get upset when I see people riding bicycles without helmets mm-hmm. in L- in LA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, because you just, get a lot of those accidents. Yeah, I just want to like yell at them, like wear a helmet. Mm-hmm. But, do Do you think people should wear helmets on uh, roller skates? Yes. What about heelys? Um, mm, I think that's okay with that. I see kids around Costco and stuff doing that. Yeah. Because you work with kids who are sick a lot, mm. do you, are you worried about germs a lot? Mm. No. You, oh. Well, I mean, I wash my hands a lot, and I know during the wintertime I'm probably going to get sick, and I'll wear, like, a mask in a lot of the patient rooms, but it's not a scary thing to me, I guess. So you're not... When you go about your business, when you go about your day, Mm -hmm. you're not conscious of what you're touching, not even at work, but outside when you're just not working, you're not conscious of germs or, you know, using paper towels to hold open a door in the bathroom or something like that or whatever. I think I did the paper towel bathroom thing before I became a doctor, but Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm more of like a germaphobe than anyone else. The average person. Yeah. Uh Do you get a lot of sick kids? In in the hospital, yeah. yeah. Would you say it's more sicknesses than injuries, or or what? Um, be, well, because I'm a general pediatrician who takes care of kids who are hospitalized, I usually don't take care of them if they have like broken bones or mm-hmm. like traumatic injuries. So I usually see kids who ha- come in with infections more because kids get infected all the time. Like what? Pneumonia, mm-hmm. um, like infections around their brain or skin, soft tissue infections. Would you say on average kids are dirtier than adults? I actually, one of my favorite reasons why I picked children over adults is that I truly believe the dirtiest child is still cleaner than the cleanest adult. Really? Yes. Why do you think that? Adults are just gross. I don't know. They've acquired, (laughs) they have more lifetime germs on them. Do you so do, do, you, do you think that you. kids are as responsible as adults are when it comes to hygiene? No. So doesn't that make them kind of a little like germier? Germier and maybe smellier sometimes. <laughs> I I have seen the ex- extent of like how disgusting adults can be, and it is like far beyond anything that it's almost like talking about their soul or something, <laughs> as opposed to like their dirty. Sp- Dirty clothes or dirty skin or I don't know. What? Well, it's I, almost like she's talking about like an adult is like just oh, the nasty. Soul like is dirty. their soul, their, their <laughs> soul oh, yeah. is dirty. Or yeah. like, uh, I think the, both are. Can wait, be did something happen when you're like? <laughs> well, go ahead, go ahead. Well, what do you mean by 
that you've seen how dirty adults can be? What's what's going on? Did like, ever, I mean, where, <laughs> where have you what's, seen what's dirty going adults? On yeah, what's going on there? Uh, I mean, in medical school, you have to do all the different specialties. All the different ages. Yes. Oh. And you spend even more time with adults. And, like, you only need to see so many diabetic foot infections or... What's the dirtiest age of a, of a human? Such a good question. I, I really... I know this is bad, but I really think old people seem sure. the... the Germiest. Sure. What number, yeah. what age do you think? Probably? I don't know. Oh, maybe over no, 70. Over 70? They're adorable, but I, th- I just feel like they have more germs. It, and, yeah, why? Why are they just, because they, they've it's they been around so long, they don't care as much <laughs> to just, sort of wipe up. They've stacked up. up. They're not wiping or what? I, 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 th- it comes from a totally non-scientific place. They just, just seem. It's a feeling. You know, they can have, they can be incontinent just like children are, but I like adult urine is so much grosser than children's urine. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the like, line. Okay, is. what about teenagers? They they must be kind of dirty, right? So I'm talking 15, 16 year old. 16 um, old. they definitely have some strong odors. I think that they're not like super aware of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you ever give them advice about that kind of stuff? N- no, I try unless they ask me. I don't want to shame them. Just out of curiosity, do male teenagers ever get intimidated by you? Um, I don't think intimidated necessarily. Um, or embarrassed, maybe embarrassed. Yeah, I've shy had some, around you. Yeah, I've had I've had that before. Have you ever seen a patient blush? Yes. Whoa! Just <laughs> what straight was the, to red. Yeah. What was the context of that? Um. He, this was a teenage boy who was hospitalized for a totally unrelated reason, and he told the nurse that something um, was wrong with his penis, and the nurse called me, and I was on call, and so I had to go and check and see what was going on, and so it's just me walking in on this, like, 15-year-old boy who probably doesn't want to, like, a a young adult woman. woman, Uh, looking at his, you know, Ding awkward dong, situation, yeah. and he was super uncomfortable. But you try to just like normalize it. So you looked at it or what? Yes. <laughs> and what, what was, was wrong with it? it? It was totally fine. What was going? What was wrong with it? I I can't. I honestly can't even remember. So like something you, hurt or right? So what like, did you do? You just looked at it and you're like, you're all good, or did you like? <laughs> t- did you like have to move it around with like a stick with a with a Q-tip or something? I, I mean. Know. I I'm a doctor, so I like examine everyone's Equal. private parts equally, and that involves like g- gloved hands and just checking someone out, and everything was Respect. fine. Yeah, just letting them know that like I, you do this with everyone. Yeah, and yeah. it's just part of your body. Are you just Respect. very unfazed by penises and nudity and stuff? In the hospital setting, yeah, I think so. Oh, not outside the hospital setting? I think if I saw, like, a, a penis on the street, I would be a little unsettled. Uh-huh. It's context. <laughs> the it's context, context. The context. Yeah, it's huge. How long have you been working? I started my pediatric residency uh, in 2013, um, and I finished that. It's three years long. And then I have been at this current hospital that I'm, that I'm at right now for, like, about another year and a half. Do you get along with this other staff? Yeah. Are there are doctors competitive mm. between each other? Yeah. I don't know how what 
how you could be exactly, mm-hmm. but I, I wonder if that's a and thing. Are you, let me ask, are you talking about like different pediatricians or are you talking about just doctors all Say over in the, the office, in the place? Say in the oh same, gosh, in the same office. You know, are, are there, uh, you know, are they competitive about which patients they get, you know, or something? I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Is there something there? Um, honestly, I, it's more of like a sense of we're in the trenches together mm-hmm. and there's a lot of like discussion about patients that you're seeing like, oh, what do you think I should do about this or how would you manage that? Um, so it's not really um, competitive. I think there's definitely like disagreements in how someone might do something and how someone else might do something. But it's, What's an example? Like, um, I mean, most things in medicine aren't aren't black and white. And I think a lot of people have an idea that like, doctors are like, you definitely have this, and the exact answer to treat it is this medicine for this many number of days, but that's, like, usually not the the case. So, I don't know, you could disagree over how long to treat someone's pneumonia for or which antibiotic you want to use. How often do doctors not know what's wrong with somebody? For example, (laughs) if, say, say someone gets headaches a lot, you know, what what do you, how do you figure out what's wrong I mean I think it you take you take a lot of things into account the uh, common phrase is that everything is in the history and so a really good physician should just spend a lot of their time talking to the patient and finding out like what kind of headaches like where how often when did they start what's your family history like etc cetera, etc cetera. that's going to give you so much more information than just like sticking someone in an MRI scanner if you don't know something do you ever look it up on the internet definitely oh really yeah so the internet's a big resource for doctors. So uh, physicians have a lot of different resources that they like to use. Like there's some websites that compile like the most up-to-date uh, research on any given topic. Um, or we use like PubMed, which is like the big search engine. You can like look up questions on there. So is people- healthcare better now because of the internet? Because there's, people are able to share ideas more? Yeah. I think so. But with that, is there a lot of false information being shared as well? And paranoia. Yeah. I think it's it's that. And I think it's also, it means that as physicians, we have to work a little bit harder in uh, like getting the patient or the family on your side in terms of treatment because often they will look things up and they'll say, well, what about this? Why aren't you doing this? Or Dr. Oz says this. Oh, Dr. Oz. <sighs> yeah. Oh, do you not like Dr. Oz? mm How come? <laughs> Didn't he get busted? <laughs> I'm uh, not uh, sure. Uh, I actually don't know if that's true. Uh, I'm, I just think he uh, talks about a lot of um, supplements or treatments that don't have very rigorous research behind them and it really gets people worked up into thinking like oh green tea will solve my like obesity problem and things like Mm. that Mm. do you think he kind of glamorizes the doctor lifestyle i i guess in a way maybe yeah do you think he's a charming guy or i i have so much like internal like I just, he irritates me so much. Do most I don't doctors find feel that way as well? <laughs> I think a lot of uh, practicing physicians might feel a little frustrated by are most, him. Uh, not just him, but are there any TV doctors that, that you guys do like? You like Dr. Drew. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's he's more is what is he like a psychiatrist? I don't know. He, if he's, he's a like medical a drug doctor or like expert. a therapist. Um, TV doctors. I know a lot of doctors don't like the show House. Hmm. I mean, you know. TV doctors is in who are who that, are actual physicians. Yeah, you know, like the show The Doctors or whatever. I don't know. Is Doctor Oz on that? Maybe not. He has no, a separate he show. He has his own show. But I, are those do- did, when you look at those doctors, you think these aren't? These are just. They seem like actors almost, right? Because they they have a sort of TV sensibility about them. Yeah, and their teeth are really they're white. Too, they're yeah. too nice or something. Yeah. Do, do you have? Are your family members? Do you have family members or does your significant other, do they ever ask you to check them out? Oh, yeah. My brother will call me when he gets hurt to ask me questions. Does he get hurt a lot or what? I don't know. He'll just call me and say, like, I I burned myself on the oven. How old and is he? <laughs> he's, like, 26 years old. Do you, has, Would you ever examine a, fa- a family sibling or something like that? I got to follow up. Um. I think if it, it depends what the complaint is, honestly. Like, I'll look in your throat, sure. Like on Thanksgiving? Yes. I bet I'll, that happens all the I'll, time. I'll look in your throat and, and tell you if something's going on. Do people ever try to take advantage of you being a doctor? Meaning, you know, get, you know, get basically free get info. Free, yeah, free info, consultation, basically as they know you? I haven't had that experience, but I also, like, treat children, so I don't know that much right. about, like, adult medicine. Mm-hmm. Can't be that. You must still know a decent amount. <laughs> But but around family and friends, they'll they'll hit you up first. Yeah. Few questions. Yeah. Do you check I yourself guess, out? I, I understand that. You check yourself out. Um, or do you feel like you need to go to a doctor sometimes? I think everyone should go see their own. You have doctor, your own doctor. Right? Yes, I do. Yeah. Do you have a mentor? A mentor? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have mentors at my work. You have some oh, doctors you, have you just really look up to. Yes. And you ask you cause sometimes because you're pretty new in the game, right? Mm-hmm. So you probably look up to them, ask them a few questions here and there, get some advice. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Who do you look up to the most and why? <laughs> um, I I look up to my, like, in the world or no, at like work. To, like that work, yeah. yeah um, I look up to uh, two of my program directors from residency a lot just because they were great educators and, like, just fountains of knowledge for me and like what I aspired to be as a as a pediatrician. Are there there doctors in history that you look up to? And are are there doctors in history that doctors look up to in general? I think I think definitely in the sense that like in the day they we didn't have like any types of imaging or blood work and so they really had to make very complicated diagnoses just by the physical exam and a lot of doctors lament the fact that like we are losing our our like very attuned physical exam skills in favor for just doing like Mm. mm, an ultrasound and then now I can see why your heart's Mm. funny but like some doctors like Dr. Osler is a very famous one um, a good uh, physical examiner as a doctor are you very health conscious do you, what, do you think about the junk that people put into their bodies and your own? Uh, I think about it. I, I don't know if I necessarily, like, act on all the recommendations. You're still reckless. That I, yeah, a little bit. What's your biggest problem? <sighs> Cheetos. You, just you eat Cheetos. Flaming hot. As a doctor. Yes. Doctor approved. Do you, let, do, you do that in the, in the hospital for kids to see? I, I try. I, actually, I eat them with chopsticks 
so that I don't get the telltale <laughs> red That fingers. is so wild. Yeah. That's hilarious. You actually take chopsticks to work so you could eat Cheetos? <laughs> My, it's so funny. We have we have a very nice cafe in our hospital, oh, so see. we got chopsticks. You could also pour it into a napkin and just use your tongue. Just put my face. Oh, in I'll do it. one better. Just get a little cup. Crunch, oh yeah, you could crunch them up and just pour them back. Actually, I feel like I that might be cereal. a little messy though. Sometimes. Oh, I do. If you cereal. pour the, if you pour the Cheetos into your onto your face, it might get around your mouth area. Oh, the outside oh, of your oh. mouth maybe. Uh, oh, maybe. But, but what about the whole napkin thing you were bringing up? Yeah, but you could use your tongue like to it. just pick them up, and then it goes in. <laughs> oh, you know? like a, like a gecko or something. Uh, or a uh, snake, f- something, yeah, a f- frog, frog certain, or something, certain tones, yeah, something, think, something yeah. with a tongue that can just snap, snap it up and put it in clean. Yeah. Um, anyway, just a little tip, if you know. What else you What else you doing? Um, Cheetos. I mean, it's obviously not the only thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I don't exercise a lot. And what, I do tell, you recommend? Yes. Oh, you tell people to exercise. Yeah. Well, Who do you tell to exercise? The Kids. Are the kids, kids getting enough exercise? No, they're not because they're not, not, not these not days. My patients. <laughs> really? Yeah, they're. You get some big boys. We have a lot of obese. Really? Kiddos. Really? Yes. Yes. Wow. Really? Is it? Is it gone up in the last few years or what? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's wow. hard to talk to them. Is it because of video games? <laughs> iPads, right? <laughs> it's the it's the parents, honestly. <sighs> and so it's hard to like tell the family members that their child is super overweight Sick. when like the parents. <laughs> themselves are also like that have you ever told a parent your child's looking very (laughs) thick right now (laughs) i haven't used that term yet (laughs) but you have to talk to the parents like it starts with you so you tell them you're like in a way like the parent will say like i just don't know what to do and their four-year-old is like morbidly obese and you have to say well they're not preparing the food themselves like they're not going to you're saying morbidly yeah, just like how many pounds are these kids? Um, give us a height if you give us a weight. I that's that's challenging. I can I can tell you because everything's different by age, but I can tell you right. that they're like way beyond the the growth chart. Like they're not even on a chartable line. They're so <sighs> obese. These kids say they're teenagers. You know, did they ever? get rebellious towards you for some reason? Have you ever been talked at? Oh, has there ever snapped one. back at you for I some reason? I have a follow-up after that. I haven't, actually. Uh-huh. They're pretty They're respectful. respectful. Yeah, really? yeah. Even the t- you're asking about teenagers? Yeah. Te- or younger kids, actually. Oh, yeah. Like are there any brats? you get any brats Spicy oh, totally. What do they do? They just say no. And what do you do? <laughs> I say, no, I have to. <laughs> Let's do this. Like, open your mouth. I got to put the yeah. stick in. And then if if they won't let me, then... You have to do some maneuvers. Are there parents in the room? Oh yes. Okay, yeah. and they they might help out too, right? Like, all right. So we have like holds that you learn in pediatrics to, because sometimes it can be really hard to look in kids' ears or their mouths, and so you have the parents hold them in a way. Holds. Yes. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What? So uh, to look in like a child's ear, this is a really hard thing to do because they can feel it, they don't like it. So you have them sit on. The parents lap facing like either the right or the left and they put their legs, the child puts their legs in between the parents' legs and then the parents like got their legs locked down. And then uh, you ask the parent to hug their child with one arm across their torso so that the child can't move either of their arms and then the other arm 
pins the child's head to the parent's chest and then oh. they're like they can't move well, how does the parent learn this so quickly i ins- i tell them how uh-huh. to do it and they do it right there live yes and it's because the kid is too squ- squirmy so I'll, I'll try to like look on my own but usually the kid freak like they'll freak out and just start screaming some kids think it feels them. good when you stick something in their ear <laughs> I, I haven't found that yet a certain distance but then it starts to because it's diminishing yeah. return. I always felt it. I always thought it felt good when mm-hmm. the the thing went in my ear. You know the 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 light the the, the, the lens light thing. The yeah, speculum. Speculum. It felt any? good. I thought. I, I I like that too. Actually, it feels really good. You, do you think that feels good? I think it it feels good to kind of relieve some wax. Mm-hmm. But you're not. Gr- yeah, go go ahead. ahead. Oh, you're not supposed to put anything in the ear, right? You shouldn't. Don't. But put it's Q-tips. hard. Q-tips. Really? Yeah. Don't but, use but Q-tips. Don't. But it feels good though. Feels nice. Yeah, but you're just like pushing cr- it back. creating a wall of wax that oh, because you're pushing the wax, yeah. you're pushing wax in there. Yeah. So like what some, am I? What, what? How come when I stick a thing in there and I get wax out, it seems like I'm getting it out? You're only getting some of it out. Mm. I can 100% tell every time a parent's sticking Q-tips in their child's ears because I can tell when I look. Mm. So parents, they're not fooling. Because I do it quite often. I wonder what you would think of my ears. I'm sure they would look real blocked up. Ooh. Well, what am I supposed to do? Is it make it so that I can't hear as well? Yes. I mean, uh-huh. really? What am I supposed to do? It feels nice and it gets it going. It feels really it gets good, it out. I mean, just use late at night peroxide? just to get a quick... Yeah, like, like sometimes you're you... up late and you're just thinking, I could, just, I could really oh, go for man. a Q-tip in here right now. Right before bed? Do you put hydrogen peroxide on it? I've done such a thing. Oh, yes. I would never do that. You you actually can do a mixture of water and hydrogen peroxide and leave it in. Wait, Bubbles and up. leave what in? Bubbles up. Like you, le- you turn on one side and leave the liquid in your ear. Pour it in your ear? Bubbles mm-hmm. up. No, 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 no stick or any... Kleenex or no. tissue or bubbles up, but here's the it dissolves the wax, Mm-mm. right? Oh, but here's freaky. the thing: doesn't it go in your head though? Mm-mm. It doesn't. No. How come? Because you have an e- eardrum. Duh. What's the grossest thing you've ever seen? In just in general. In and work. Whoa. Um. So I know where this is. I I had a patient come into like a well child check. And the dad said that they were grabbing their ear a lot. And usually that means the kid has an ear infection. Um, But the kid wasn't, like, at the age where he was able to explain what was going on. And so I was like, okay, I'll just take a look. And he was really chill. He let me get right in there and look. And the tool we use, the otoscope, um, magnifies everything because the structures inside the ear canal are are quite small. So it, it magnifies it, too like a a bigger image. So I got into his ear canal and I'm looking and all of a sudden I see the face of a bee just like staring at me. That's crazy. And I actually, I had a a feeling this was going there. I I got, okay, go ahead. ahead. I pulled out and I said, oh my God, which is like not anything that anyone wants to hear a doctor say. It's not appropriate. I would flip. Oh, you said, oh my God. I said, oh my God in the room because it just was very jarring. Yeah. Uh, it was dead. But uh, then I ap- apologized. And I, I, this was when I was a resident. So I just said, like, one moment. Uh, I'll be right back. And I, I went to go talk to one of the attending physicians. I was like, I think there's a bee in his ear. <laughs> and so what What did you do? So um, we actually tried to, uh, like, lavage it out, like, put... Uh, like spray water into the ear to get it out because we didn't have the specific tools to 
to try to grab it. Wait, did the bee go in there because he was attracted to the wax? I don't think that bees are attracted to that, but... <laughs> I can see that. I've seen spiders in ears, too. I, I, really? I got, I got a quick, spiders? I got a quick yeah. one. On Wait, hold on, hold on. So the bee came out? So he actually had to be sent to the ear, nose, and throat doctor because they have, like, much more tweezers. specific tools. Did the bee come out tweezers. of the... Did it end up coming out of the ear, or did it come out something else? It came out of mouth his ear. I want to know this. You, When you looked in there, you saw the face of the bee, right? Yeah. That means it backed up into him. Yeah. Why? I, I think it actually like turned around in oh, his ear. God, trying it, to get out? Because the ear canal was all like it, red it, and swollen. And, and did it sting him or never stung him? I think it's, it stung him because it, it, things looked pretty red inside of oh. the ear. Wait, how, what kind of spiders were in there in someone's ear? So the only spider that I've seen was a dead one and it was like encased in wax, meaning like I think it had been there for a while. How big was this thing? Um, <sighs> Maybe like the size of a... I bet it was the size of a dime, uncrumpled. What kind of spider was it, would you say? There was no telling. I, mean, I don't know. All right. Uh-huh. You I mean, it just looked like a house spider or something? Uh, yeah. Is it true that a lot of insects are going inside of our faces, our <laughs> mouths and ears and poles and things? Uh, I've I've heard that. I don't, I don't know if there's an actual study, mm-hmm. but I'm sure. It's like warm, moist. Well, how old was the person with the, the spider ear? He was like four or five. And and the only reason why we knew that it was in there was I was trying to look at his eardrum and he just had so much wax that I asked the nurse just to wash his ears out. And then this giant clump of wa- like wax spider fell out. You haven't had any patients that yet that have uh, gone through a ton of changes yet because of where you, you've only been at this your current place for a year and a half. So you haven't seen anybody really grow up yet, right? Well, um, I'm at the same hospital that I did my training oh, in, right. okay. and so I did um, take care of some kids for like four years. Oh, yeah. And so um, you saw them change? Yeah. Do you like dealing with puberty and stuff when it comes to patients? Um, I think when it's like kids that you have a relationship with, it can it can be nice to like kind of help them and like have honest conversations with them, because I think a lot of times it's not coming from their parents. Is it weird to see a a child change um their body change or you just I, it's you used to it it's part of the job yeah honestly i'm more concerned like if it's not changing quickly enough or if things are stopping like that's kind of what i'm paying attention to mm-hmm. and you ask these kids if they do drugs and stuff yeah and what do you what, do you ask them directly like do you do are you doing any cocaine or any, you doing any marijuana or anything? We drinking. We work up to that to those kinds of questions. What's the start? I mean, I start by asking, like, how are things at home? Like, what do you feel safe? Like, what do you do for fun? You t- then you talk about school, and then once you get into talking about their friends, you can kind of introduce the topic by asking them, like, oh, like, have have any of your friends uh, tried experimenting with anything? Like, and I try to list it explicitly. And what do you do? What do you what do you work up to? What's the, what do you get to? Higher heroin or something? Sure, yeah. You say that, and do, does it, do any of these kids do that kind of stuff? It, it depends on the age. Like I'm probably not going to ask a 12 year old right. if but they're like doing 15. heroin, but maybe if they're like a little bit older, if they're like, yeah, some of my friends do some things. Um, but so are, are are some kids doing some stuff? Um, I think it's mostly pot, okay. honestly. I'll describe something that happened to me. I okay. went to my pediatrician after years of not going to him. I had gone to him when I was under 10, mm-hmm. and then I went back to him when I was maybe 14 or 15. 
And after he had looked at my penis, he <laughs> said, well, you've definitely gotten a lot bigger. I don't think he was referring to my penis, but do you think that was wrong? <laughs> do you think that was inappropriate or what? Uh, that's, that seems like an unusual statement after examining someone I might be changing the story a little bit, but maybe he said something to the extent of, oh, you've definitely grown a lot since I last saw you or something like that. Yeah, how did he and say it? He like said that? it like that. Oh, you've definitely grown a lot since I last saw you. He didn't say it in any kind of... Um, you know, mm-hmm. his tone wasn't strange, but it, but it was a, the timing was a little odd that it was right after he had looked and, and touched my penis. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe he could have done that a little bit better. I mean, it might've been just been an accident, but yeah. Would you ever do something like that on an accident? Uh, I generally. On accident. You know what I mean? Like just not kind of realize that, oh, that was a kind of a weird time to say that. I guess kind of like the oh my god with the bee in the ear. Oh yeah, but, but yeah. something a little more like There's something about a, uh, yeah. Some. I I gen- generally try not to like comment on the child's like body bo- body or like physical appearance. Have you ever seen anything in some of the obese children that you've mm-hmm. had? Have you ever found stuff in the in the rolls of the fat? <laughs> oh come because on! Because someone's I heard a story once about um, somebody had someone who was really obese had. Um, a stomach ache, and they went into the doctor, and it turned out there was a cheeseburger that was in the <laughs> I heard that same the roll, story. I heard the, the same tale. In the roll, and then they, <laughs> and supposedly the story goes that the doctor saw it, and they uh, they found it, the cheeseburger, and the person said, oh, that's where that went. Oh, God. I, I heard there was maggots. Oh, really? Too. Is that true? Any, is, would you ever see anything like that? Um. So when kids get obese, they generally don't have, like, uh like fat rolls that you think about when you think about obese adults or um but yeah they're 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 just rounder mm-hmm. <laughs> but i have seen like really fat babies that have they have rolls like on their arms yeah. around their neck sometimes they can get like yeast infections mm-hmm. in like in between their mm-hmm. so fat ha- rolls has any uh, do you get any kids that they they smell pretty bad. And I'm talking like kind of younger kids, you know, particularly the, like their butt smells. Have you ever had that? Oh come on! No, but it's true. Here's He's the thing: I've, I used to work with kids myself. Um, I, I used to do. I used to substitute teach, and I swear it felt like kids weren't really wiping thoroughly, and it smelled, and their butts would smell. How did you know, you know that? Well, it smelled. Part. It smelled in, like it, it smelled like a bathroom butt, you know. Gotcha. Or I mean, I imagine it was coming from their butt, unless it's coming from some other part of their okay. body. But I imagine it just smelled like they weren't wiping it. If they sit down, they they would leave a smell. Do you ever get that, doctor? I I don't. But uh, sometimes, like I'll change like a a baby's diaper who's in the ho- in the hospital, and you'll just be like, wow, like I didn't know you were capable right. of. That it's so potent, or what? yes, but not just potent, but the, it's big. It's it's big, but like usually it's like really powerfully awful smelling. Really? Sometimes. Wow. Usually not. Usually you that don't means get, they have like an infection. It's not a bad sign. But you don't get uh, say eight year olds and nine year olds with smelly butts and stuff. Or? Uh, I I haven't no I can't say I've noticed it. Because I I one time at Disneyland I saw this kid. It was at this California land area. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's the other park. And there's this tortilla place, and um, I was about to. They give you these free tortilla samples, you know. And they show you how t- tortillas are made, and I was about to grab um, 
this tortilla that was supposed to be for me, but this kid who was in back of me, and he was probably, I don't know, eight years old, nine years old, and he grabbed the tortilla, or he touched it first, and then, and then, it, but then realized that it was for me, and then I said, "Oh no, that's all right. You take it," and because I didn't really want to take it after he touched it. Yeah. And then the parent of him got mad at me, or he got upset because they thought I was being weird about it or something, or that she said something to the extent of, you know, he doesn't have any diseases or anything or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or got, she thought that I was being weird about not taking the tortilla after he touched it. Well, anyway, I st- still didn't touch the tortilla. Um, but in fact, I kind of just said, no, it's, it's fine. I didn't get a tortilla at all, actually. And then later <laughs> we were walking in back of that family and I saw that kid, he started scratching his, his butt. Oh, with his, but he was digging in there for, on the outside. But, but he was wearing outside. shorts, you know. Right. And I just thought, okay. Oh, yo! By the way, the kid was also coughing beforehand. That's also why I was oh. concerned. He was coughing yeah. beforehand. So my question is, and the reason I bring it up is, you must get kids like that who are scratching their butt with their hands and oh, stuff. Totally. And don't they smell? I. You haven't seen that yet. I I I don't know. I can't say I notice it. I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is, to, you don't think that. Kids are dirtier than adults. I still think adults <laughs> she, she, are she dirtier. She th- oh, right, right, yeah. Maybe it's because um, kid filth is just, um, it's more pure or something like that. I don't it's know. like, yeah. I just feel like they ha- they're, like they haven't lived long enough to develop like the layer of grime that adults have. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. I mean, but some of those teenagers, though, with those raging Maybe, hormones, yeah, they've they yeah, got yeah. a lot of things yeah. secreting from their bodies, right? Definitely. They're just I, so new, though, and fresh. <laughs> in in, to like in my a, mind, though, I think, like, teens are, like, closer to adults than, than the kids. So, like, in my mind, the kids are, like, 10 and, yo- and younger. They're pretty clean to me. I, I used to teach, t- you know, kids, and do you, they're pretty clean. Do you enjoy seeing that child develop, you know, and seeing the p- timeline, the progress and stuff? Yeah. Do you, does it make you sad at all? Is there a bittersweet quality to it for you? That, oh, they're not the fresh kids they used to be. They're they kind of becoming these adults, and there's something sad about that to you? No, I don't I don't think about it like that. Hmm. But I don't know. It's, it's cool to see how they become, like, he, little humans. They have yeah. their own personalities versus, like, the blob of baby that I first meet. What do you think about junior high? level or middle school level kids 12 or 13 is that right yeah. they're they're pretty interesting because they're like actually excited to sh- share things a little mm. bit more than like the older teenager they're like they're more like listen to what i'm doing and my friends and i we like to do this versus like the teenager wants to shut you out because you're an authority figure have you ever had a talk to a, a girl about periods yeah how does how does the conversation go usually? Does she not want to hear it or? No, you. I mean, usually it it goes okay, and I'll do it with the mom or dad in the room to yeah. kind of like do they model have, it. Do the kids ever at that age and up ever ask their parents to not be in the room with them? Um. So, for ki- like kids over twelve, I'll have a part of the the physical where I talk to the kids alone and I mm. kick the parents out, but I'll bring them back in for the physical exam. Mm. Has a kid ever told you something and they said, don't tell my, my mom this, but yeah, I'm getting a period. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
No, but some of the things that I do find out during that time where the parent isn't there, um, I tell them that it is totally confidential and that I won't share anything with their parents unless they tell me that like they want to hurt themselves or hurt someone else. So you've kept secrets from the parents? Uh, As long as it does not fall within those two categories. But I mean, if it's something really serious, you have a talk with like if, if it's like a teenager who's becoming sexually active trying to say you know this what? this seems like something important you should share with your your mom or your dad oh, like that's what, you what say. are some have yeah, you had like, to have sex talks with kids generally not it's more about like contraception or yeah. what kinds of things they're using or have what. you ever treated a pregnant uh, teen or pregnant kid no once they're pregnant we send them to adult hospitals cuz we don't have those facilities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how Would many you, yeah, go. Uh, you know go no ahead. you go you go uh, well huh, i was going to ask kind of a What's the most egotistical doctor? The most egotistical doctor. <laughs> Is there one doctor that's just the cockiest type, like anesthesiologist or super cocky? Oh, or like like type. Yeah. Like, like specialist. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that if maybe it doesn't even that question doesn't um, mean much for you. I I think if you asked a lot of doctors what like the stereotype would be, mm-hmm. uh, some people might say. Oh, like, I know. A, what? Something a neuro or something. It's a surgeon. Yeah. Neurosurgeon. Yeah. I think that's what people would say, but. All of the is that the that hardest one of the hardest jobs um it requires a lot of training um but i think like like anything surgical or procedural you know you you practice and you become good at it skilled at it when did you know you wanted to go into medicine i think after my high school biology class the biology class changed you changed your life yeah well my dad also was a physician but i I didn't really get excited about it until... What kind was he? A cardiologist. Oh. Did he give you checkups and stuff, too? No. No. Oh. Doctor... Yeah, parent... Well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, just he was the type of dad to be like, if you were sick, just he'd be like, you're fine. (laughs) We don't have to I hear a lot of doctors or kids that... Well, people that have parents that are doctors, they say similar things. Mm. Do you know how to deal with animals? I don't. But you could do more than something like Brent or something, or me. I, I, I don't know about that. Are animals pretty different than, you know, kids? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, The one way that they're similar is that, like, kids a lot of times can't tell us what's going on or, like, what hurts them. And so you have to use other tricks or techniques to figure it out. And mm-hmm. I think animals are the same way. Do you know how... I got to follow up to that after that. Oh, then go ahead. Well, I don't know if it's a direct follow-up, but I was going to say, does anybody come in from, like, animal bites? Yeah, a lot. Spider bites? Yeah. What? what, what? Like black widows? Um, So, actually, a lot of people get skin infections, and they think it's from a spider bite, but really they just have an infection in their skin. Okay. You ever get kids with warts? Yeah. What do you do? You do the, uh, the you ice them off, to, don't you? The, right there in the, the office. Ice, you, you freeze it off? Yeah, we can freeze them. I, I mean, I give the parents a choice or they can try different home remedies. I knew a kid mm-hmm. who had warts and he used these things called pedia pads. Are those pads specifically for kids? Why, why are they called pedia pads? I don't know. I don't think I know what that is. Do you mm-hmm. know what medicine it had in it? No. Is this straight from like a Vons? Like a pharmacy? I don't even know. You know? They They make a lot of like cushion band-aids that have like salicylic acid in it mm-hmm. or um it probably was what it was do you ever see kids with um acne problems yes 
do you know how to deal, deal with that? Yeah. So though, actually, what's your what did you study as your specialty? I mean, did you have a specialty that you studied? No. no? So I just did yeah. a, a general pediatrics mm-hmm. residency program. So mm-hmm. I'm a general pediatrician. But you know about how to deal with skin. Mm-hmm. What, like, what do you tell kids? Um, I mean, it depends, like, what kind of acne they have, how severe it is. Is we it deep kind of, or not? Yeah. Do you ever get people with acne on their all over their bodies? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You're kind of trained to not be phased by much, right? Mm-hmm. But ha- aside from the bee situation, is there anything you've seen that has really kind of that kind of scared you or, you know, kind of really concerned you or kind of did phase you? you know? Um... Like, I don't know. We, I mean, we're put in scary situations a lot where, like, kids stop breathing sometimes or their hearts stop beating. And in the moment, you're, you can be really, like, focused. Um, but afterwards, it can be a little um, troubling. Do you work with um, autistic and mentally challenged kids? Yes, uh, a lot, actually. Uh huh. Is more so than other than others uh the just the hospital where i work um has a lot of pediatric subspecialties and so it's a kind of a hub for kids who have like many different medical problems or special health care needs is it difficult to work with kids like that um i don't think it's uh it's difficult only only in the sense that like again they might have trouble like communicating with you what's wrong with them um and then uh children who have autism a lot of times require like extra special attention to like how you're touching them cuz they can be really sensitive mm-hmm. to that you know how uh young the toddlers will just eat things off the ground or yes. whatever lick the ground and stuff yeah do you think that's a big deal or do you think it's good that they're getting those germs in their body I think it's fine. Okay, so it's yeah. good. I I don't. I mean, I'm not going to tell the parent to like encourage it, mm-hmm. but I think there there's some good research out there called um, or about how we as we become more hygienic, the rate of allergies, asthma, um, has increased, and so they think that uh, like exposing kids to more antigens or more germs is is better. Do you think antibacterial soap is bad? I don't think it's bad. We use it in the hospital all the time, but that is also another thought as to why those things are becoming more prevalent. Mm. You get kids uh, eat, eating, swallowing stuff? Yes. What do they swallow? Oh, my gosh. Legos? Um, like, I, I had a kid. This was really sad. He was 12 years old. He swallowed a 13-centimeter pencil. Um, oh. oh, my God. Yeah, and... But how how long how how what is thirteen? Centimeters? What is that? Six it's, inches? It's like it a normal like, normal pencil. It was like a normal pencil wow. length. Was it sharpened? The whole or thing? Was it, it unsharpened? It was sharpened. And oh. He swallowed the whole thing, and I will never forget that X-ray, just because you could see the pencil so perfectly in his stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in his stomach hole. Hmm? It was in his stomach hole. Yeah, fully, like they, fully. How did you get it out? So that's actually an emergency because of how long it is. You become worried that it's gonna poke through um, the intestines. Or how the old stomach. was the kid? He was like twelve-ish, or I don't know, somewhere. Did in you that do it as a joke or something? Um, he he really wouldn't tell us why why he did it, oh. um, but the gastroenterologists have to come in with like a, a camera and a special tool that can grab it and take it out. They went down his throat. Mm-hmm. Was he uh, put under? Yes. Ooh, and then how did he's got to be so careful, right, to make sure that 
on the way out. It's not touching anything. Oh, yeah. they pulled it out to the top? Yeah. Interesting. Do, do you know if he swallowed a eraser first or like lead first? <laughs> or or t- pointy first? Which uh, way was it facing? I, I, don't, I don't know. But I remember looking at the pictures from the camera report and you could see the lines that the graphite was making on the stomach wall like it was drawing on the inside of his stomach really yeah oh Ooh. wow it was kind of wild Did, huh. is that going to be there for a while or does it get washed away i, th- I think it's probably gone away by now mm-hmm. and are there doctor clubs Do, you know are you in an, some kind of association um yeah there's like organizations other meetups Yes. Do what you do you guys do? Yeah. Um, I mean, usually it's like come to this dinner and learn about like new modalities in asthma treatment or something. Do you ever go to mm. conventions? Yeah. So you fly to different yes. things? Uh-huh. And you listen to speakers? and mm-hmm. Or like present research, things like that. You ever get a guest speaker like Dr. Drew or anybody? <laughs> no. It's pretty exciting for everyone. Do you only like to date doctors? No. I mean, or is that or something like that? Or do you only want to date somebody who's like a dentist? Or, yes, or somebody who has a high-paying job, <laughs> or um, something in the same range, or something. Um, like I actually, someone on your level. Yeah. I, I've never dated a healthcare professional, and I don't know if that's like a conscious decision or not. I think there are a lot of like happily together doctor couples or healthcare professional couples, but I I haven't. But I mean, is your what you're looking for though? Mm-hmm. Is it you kind of want someone sort of in your bracket? No, I mean not not necessarily. If somebody was just some struggling guy, you know, just uh, or, or girl, say? I don't know. You know, <laughs> were you gonna say comedian or? Were, were no, 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 I wasn't. But I, you know, just some, you know, just somebody who wasn't really making a lot of money or whatever. Is that that doesn't matter? It's a struggling you, artist, mm-hmm. Str- some kind of something like that. That doesn't matter. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Would it matter for you? Huh? Does it matter for you? Yeah. Me? Yeah. A little bit to a degree. Um, yeah. This, the, the, yeah. Do, do doc- so do you hang out with other doctors? Party? You guys have parties and stuff? Yeah. Hang out and talk about stuff? Yeah. Have a drink? Are there some really unhealthy doctors? Uh, of course. Oh, yeah. There's obese doctors. Mm-hmm. Totally. Man. Are there some doctors at, at the work you know, that you just are not into? They just, they just got attitude or... Um, what about the nurses too? I, you oh. know what? I think everyone has on and off, and off days. days. You know what? That's a, that's a dumb question. <laughs> you just—it's really you just got to be skillful in navigating that when someone's having a hard day. Has a nurse ever tried to like tell you something, and you're like, well, like override you in a way? <laughs> uh, sometimes. <laughs> and you're like, I'm sorry, I'm like a straight up doctor. <laughs> you're just uh, a nurse. Some sometimes. Uh, there's just like difference in opinions in in management and um if i'm not able to convince the nurse and maybe either i'm missing something or i'm not doing a good job of explaining my my side but i'm usually it comes from like a good place of we all just want the kid to get better what were some of the animal bites we never got to that dog snake what kind of like a rattlesnake cat um i think when when I was in medical school in Texas, we had like a, a rattlesnake bite, yeah, and those are emergencies. And then what was the dog bite? Or was um, that common? Are there pretty, any really bad ones? That's pretty common. What kind of dog do you know? Uh, I don't. A 
lot of people are like anti pit bull, but I think we see like all kind of dog bites. Yeah. And, and what about any like wild cats, like cougar, bobcat? <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. Or birds. I've just seen regular cats. Insects. She Me. said spider bites. Yeah, yeah spiders. S- okay. Some spider bites. Yeah. Do you ever go into doctor mode when you're not working? L- like in what way? Do you just get clinical about stuff when you're off the clock? You know, when you're just hanging out with your friends and stuff? Um. Do you go into a certain mode when you're working? Mm. Mm, yeah, I think so. What maybe. do you, what do you become more, like, what do you do? I don't know, just trying to be more. Do you smile more or smile less? I, th- or how I have that? a problem with. Uh, usually not smiling enough, so I try to smile more. People think you're cold? Uh, maybe. Mm. Maybe sometimes. But you're just focused. I'm I'm pretty focused. I just don't have expression on my face usually. Mm-hmm. Are you really passionate about medicine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am. Do you watch TV shows like ER? Uh, I grew up my watching ER with my dad. He liked that show a lot. Oh, and he as a and doctor, he, was a he doctor, liked yeah. it. Yeah, but right. I don't know if that was just like the time. Like everyone loved that show. Right. Is 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 what are the current shows? Is Grey's Anatomy a doctor show? It is. Do you like that? No. Uh-huh. Do you think that a lot of most TV shows get it wrong when it comes to that stuff? Yeah, just because like a lot of what we do is not at the bedside of the patient and actually is like in front of a computer either writing notes or putting in orders or I'm answering like 1,000 pages. Um, so it's like really unglamorous. How many days of work do you, a week do you work? Um, so right now I am a hospitalist so I only take care of hospitalized patients and my schedule I, if I'm taking care of hospitalized patients I'll do like seven days in a row. Oh. And then you, how much time do you get off? And then I'll have like a week off, and then I'll do another seven days in a row. What do you do on your days off? Is uh, it hard for you to get away from the doctor thing, or are you still thinking about it? Um, it can be hard after you come off to just think like, oh, should I have done this? How's that kid doing? So, mm-hmm. um, And they call you at home, too, sometimes? Uh, no. So I, I do not take home call, okay. thankfully. You know how you uh, do kind of have a certain maybe persona or something when you're working Mm -hmm. that's a little more clinical Mm -hmm. and a little more, uh, well, just, yeah, just a little more, I guess, straightforward Mm -hmm. maybe. If if you're talking to a friend of yours and, you know, you're you're not working, obviously, do you ever go, go into that mode with them? Is I guess what I was asking earlier? I don't if if they're not in medicine. If like, they're asking for advice, yeah, and then you start. Do you start giving advice as if you're treating a patient? Like if they're asking mm. me for health advice or just Even advice, just in relationship. relationship advice, oh, whatever, anything like no. that. No, I think I go into friend mode. Uh-huh. I wonder if people trust you more, your friends, and even if they ask you about relationship stuff, just because you're just straight up, you know, you're a doctor. I don't. I don't think so. Among your friends, are you the? Do you have the most prestigious job? No doubt. No. Uh, Come on. Actually, my group of friends is like a very uh, successful group of young women in different fields. Okay, who tops you? My uh, I have a friend who just uh, got a book deal and is is making a book right now. (laughs) Still, (laughs) anybody write a book? Yeah, and also didn't take as much school too to write the book. Any any old cat can write a book. (laughs) So what else? Um. I have a friend who just got a job at a, a NGO and uh, is working to try to make some changes in 
in our government's policy to help world aids what i meant by <laughs> prestigious i guess was uh do, do you have the job you're the job that took the most school and stuff like sure. that yeah i had to go to the most school but i think only in that regard would like sure 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 i, I beat them out in anything right yeah. they, they obviously call you doc it just has fun hey doc no that, did they say what's up doc to you that, sometimes no, no one says doc to you for real no just even friends no hmm thought that'd be so obvious. Sometimes, like, nurses who don't want to learn your name say that. They say doc or doctor? Either. <laughs> Is your... Fa- yeah. They say doc? Yeah, they'll be like, hey, doc. <laughs> they actually call you doc mm-hmm. in the work environment. Mm-hmm. Disrespect. Wow. That seemed, do you think that's that's cool or do you think that's no, a little... No, it's, it's in a friendly way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's, but, a, that's a power play, I think. <laughs> no, I just learned. You, have you ever told someone to call you doctor instead of doc? No, I haven't. Have you ever told someone to call you doctor? N- um, no, but when I walk into a patient's room, like there are some uh, physicians who will introduce themselves by their first name, but because I'm on the younger side and I'm also a woman, I always say doctor, blah, 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 just because otherwise they always think that I'm the nurse. Wow. Not that there's anything wrong with being a nurse. No, 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 no. Like even after I tell them that I'm the doctor, they still call me nurse. If right. someone introduces you as, oh, this is Miss A or whatever, do you ever say, uh, actually it's Dr. A? No. <laughs> I don't have a lot of people introducing me by my last name, I guess. Uh-huh. Right. If you c- say Dr. A, does the MD come after that or do you just say the name MD? Or is it not... Is that wrong to have both doctor and MD in the yes, title? Yes, that, that's redundant. So you either pick one or the other. You yeah. either go MD or you go D. Nice. R. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. MD's nice too. Don't don't get me wrong. Yeah. Do you ever go? Do you ever just go A MD? I don't, but maybe I should. MD. No, no. Doctor's nice cool. I like end. doctor. Actually. It's a nice little thing at the end, though, too. Yeah. Surpri- I, I, I do have like a nameplate. Oh, you like do? That, yeah. Is it I'm, in your in your office? Yeah. It says sweet. MD on it. Well, I guess you know. I think informal writing actually would be correct to have both. Oh, it would. Some people are like MD, and some people are DO. That's hence true. Where they yeah. go to medical school. Right. When, some, yeah. when you're at a re- a non doctor party, just a regular party of random people, or you know, do do you try to hide the fact that you're a doctor? Do you keep it quiet? Um, I don't think I try to one way or the other. Mm-hmm. When you're trying to meet people in a, say, you know, social context, um, do you um, use being a doctor as a selling point? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I do consciously uh, or unconsciously. I don't know. Uh-huh. Do people usually perk up when you tell them that you're a doctor? I think... Maybe sometimes, but only in the sense because I think everyone's idea of a doctor is like an old white man. Mm. And so it's like, they're like, oh, you. (laughs) I just get excited by all doctors. Do you you consider dentists doctors? (laughs) Uh, They are not medical doctors. Oh. (laughs) Ease (laughs) up. But uh, I, th- are you I think it's polite day? to call them doc- doctor, but it's like a different kind. Right. It's like the DDS right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah DDS. Yeah. So but that would be a doctor, you know, whatever, Dr. B, DDS. Exactly. Whatever. And do you go to the dentist? 
I do. And yes. and do you, do they know you're a doctor? Is that a do you ever assert? Is that, is do you that ever a policeman and a fireman? Yeah. <laughs> do you ever assert your dominance when you're sort of getting checked out by the dentist? You just no. know how the you know how checkups go. No, but I mean, like honestly, I think dentistry is probably more lucrative than than what I do. Really? Yeah. Oh, is There's your jo- is your job is lucrative though, right? Um, pediatricians are the like lowest on the really like, ranking. How yeah. come? I'm really not sure why, <laughs> but I th- in general, the way that um, medicine is in the United States is that anything that has procedures, um, you make more money. So any type of surgeon or someone mm. like a urologist or and an ophthalmologist, they do a lot of things with their hands and they can bill more for that. So they orthopedic make surgeon, more money. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But you you make a decent amount of money, and you probably will be able to buy a house in the Just next few, the couple of years or few um, years, or no, maybe you already have one. No, not by myself, no. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could do that. You can, you can buy something in Eagle Rock or something <laughs> if you need to. Um, so, oh, yeah, real quick. Do okay. you give treats out to your kids? <laughs> I give stickers, not oh, not lollipops. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And for the 16-year-olds, do you still use that owl with the lit-up eyes? I don't. Okay, that's good. Uh, do some of the older patients think of you as like a friend? I don't. I don't think so. I I think they're Has, pretty standoffish. Ha, have some of the kids ever shared too much with you? Um. Sometimes, if I ask them, like, "Oh, do you have? Is there any bullying like at school?" Or I try to get into that, then mm-hmm. they'll just really get into like, "Well, this girl told said this about me behind my back, and then I said that, and like, I I don't need to know all that, uh-huh. <laughs> but." That's really it. Is some of it interesting, though, to you? Yeah, like the the last kid I talked to, it was about her eyebrows. She had some someone was talking shit about her eyebrows, Aww. and she was like, I'm just trying to grow them out. <laughs> I was like, Aww. okay. Huh. Do people try to get drugs from you? Can You You could write prescriptions, obviously, for Vicodin or Percocet or something like that. Um, I, I can, but I uh, haven't had that. Oh, you never had yet. to? I, uh, I've never had people uh, try to get uh, like oh, painkillers like, or right, anything like, family like that. Or yeah, people do that, you know. Yeah, unfortunately, it's gonna, it'll it'll happen. Sometimes. Does the job ever get boring at all? Ever? No, I, because even like say I see something as common. Like I'm talking about asthma a lot today because I still see it all the time. But like every kid's different; they're different in age. I still have to make sure they don't have anything else more serious. It stays exciting. I just started getting asthma like last year, by the really? way. Really? Out of nowhere. Does that scare you or no? What What are you doing for it? Well, I got an inhaler now. That's good. You do? Yeah. Oh, wow. I just can't, I had never had any asthma in my entire life. Hmm. In your head, are you thinking like there's something going on or no? <laughs> no, I, you can't ask me. I, I really don't know Wait, about you, adults. Mm, well, you know enough. Well, I mean, <laughs> I could tell right Dr. now. A. You kind of were l- looking off for a second, racking your brain. F- Doctor, ask book him you. what you would ask him. Does he do drugs? Do you smoke anything? No. Nothing. I That's mean, I have. I don't currently. Oh yeah. Yeah. What do you mean by you don't currently? You mean you you don't you're not doing right now, or you, <laughs> well, you did no, yesterday? Well, no. Even or? in even in months, just because of my mm-hmm. damn asthma. Oh, it's because of in months you haven't smoked anything. Yeah. When you got diagnosed with asthma, did you oh, also I have? A, I never oh. did. Okay. You just <laughs> self-diagnosed. Well, I just wheeze. I wheeze at night, you know, okay. you know, on the way in, on the way out. That whistle. could be a cholesterol thing too, right? 
Well, I, I don't think it's associated with cholesterol. Oh. But it sounds like you do need to see a doctor. Well, I did. So I, 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 I was, that's what you're here for. I, I was wheezing. I was wheezing. <laughs> and um, my dad's cousin's a doctor. And, he, uh-huh. and I t- called him up, you know, and he sent me this inhaler and it really helped. Mm-hmm. And then just last week, I actually went and saw him. And he had me blow into this old machine mm-hmm. to check my the power so of my the, lungs. What's the problem? He, he, I don't know. He said he just got great lungs, and he checked him. <laughs> and so you're not smoking anymore? No, no, no. It's nothing like that. Are you still wheezing? Not as bad. Okay. But it's still there. But why out of nowhere? Is that genetic or something, or is it seasonal? Is it allergies? It, it could, could it be allergies? allergies. It could be if you got like a a virus. Viruses can make you wheeze for when months. You didn't wheeze before. And then they did a bunch of blood work. He said I was good. Well, that sounds great. What, what else? Okay. I get a head. I get these. I get headaches kind of often. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Dehydration. What could be the problem? I think there could be lots of problems. Can Can I ask him a couple sure. questions to see sure. how I do? Sure. What time do you get the headaches? D- day or night? Oh, uh, whenever. How often? It's hard to say. Sometimes I get them a lot, but sometimes I can go a couple of weeks without getting a headache. Yeah. And where do they land? Like front, they're, they feel like they're all over the, the whole, whole the whole head? head. It feels like I, I can't really tell where it is. And how long do they last? It lasts. Sometimes I've had a headache last for three days before. Come on, that's a straight up that's migraine. Right. Am I wrong, doctor? <laughs> <laughs> a migraine can do that. Yeah. Do you have to turn the lights out? No. Can you still like go out and perform and stuff? Yes. You get through it. Do you take anything for it? Yes. What do you take? I've been taking ibuprofen lately. I thought you never did that. I used to just take aspirin, you know, NSAID. And a- aspirin's not technically an NSAID, but oh, Ad- it isn't? Advil is. Oh, really? Yeah. Aspirin's like, I think of in my brain as like its own thing. Oh, I used to take aspirin. And then Advil, ibuprofen, and um, uh, th- that's like naproxen. That's the family of NSAIDs. Mm-hmm. Huh, because I, I, w- I would get aspirin. It said aspirin on it, mm-hmm. and then it would in parentheses say It'll NSAID. It'll say NSAID? Yeah. I don't know. I guess I put it in a different section in my mind because it also has, like, uh, it it, work, it works slightly differently than the other groups. Mm. So what's the worst thing that I should be taking? Acetaminophen, which doesn't seem to really work as well. Mm-hmm. Aspirin, which I took for a long time, and then I thought, well, I, I should switch it up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? So I started taking ibuprofen, which actually has been working mm-hmm. pretty well. But I don't really want to take any of this stuff. Yeah. Right? What's the worst one for me? Um, I don't, I'm not a fan of aspirin unless, like, your doctor tells you to take it for, like, heart reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it has, like, can have anti platelet effects more so than the other than mm. the other ones but i don't think you're hurting yourself um by taking aspirin i'm i'm a big fan of ibuprofen it, and but now ibuprofen's bad for your liver or something not necessarily so i can take it as much as i want i'm fine you should follow directions on the box i mean i mean yeah i mean according to the, yeah. the rules of the box now you can <laughs> someone who takes like ibuprofen or tylenol continuously for several days or uh, weeks, you can get um, headaches from discontinuing that. And then Mm. you can get in a really bad cycle where you just keep taking these painkillers because of your head. But then when you immediately stop, you get a rebound headache. And Mm. so you want to avoid like taking them for extended periods of time. I feel like usually my headaches come on because of some weird sleep related thing. That sounds... Like, why? Possible. What, what's like going on there? What's, 
No, I just for some reason the sleep pattern is weird or something. Or I, you're waking I up know. at night. Maybe you got sleep apnea. N- or no, I, I don't know. That's, like that, that was what I was gonna. Ask. No, I don't snore. But <laughs> I, it was it's something about maybe going to sleep. Um, I don't know. Waking up, maybe not getting enough sleep, and then taking a nap late later or something, or just kind of just doing some weird schedule yeah, thing with the sleep. Why would that cause a headache? <laughs> I mean, you're you're messing up your circadian rhythm. Your body's not really meant to sleep like that. Well, I guess what I'm saying is, is what, what is causing the pain? Yeah, why is there? What is? I don't even understand what a headache is when you think about it. Because I think about what? Why does it hurt? What am I feeling? I don't know. Damn, that what is, know, is it? That Can is I a good blow one. your mind? Is that like a lot of? Uh, we don't fully know how the pain is generated in headaches, and we. Like with migraines, for example, there's some thought that it has to do with the changes in the caliber of the blood vessels around the brain. Mm-hmm. But like we're not even 100% sure of that. Really? But some of the medications are directed towards that. So we, there are a lot of things that we don't know. Right. There's just things that we feel in our bodies and we just don't, we can't have an understanding of them. Yeah. Why can't we figure those out? <laughs> but it's we're mostly in the brain though, right? Yeah. I mean, like some people who have like giant bleeds on their brain, like that hurts because that, sure. that can be directly painful to the brain but like outside of that we don't have a great understanding of what causes that like dull achy is the pain, pain in your it's it's a brain thing is that what it is is it is it related to the brain or is it something else in my head that's making it hurt? or your neck or my neck so, sometimes you can have pain, like you can have tension headaches that are associated with pain in the neck or muscles around your around your head. Like sometimes they treat, um, neurologists will treat really bad headaches or migraines by giving Botox injections into the huh. muscles around the forehead and maybe the, the back of the neck. Do you, What's the difference between a head cold and a regular cold? That's not, that's like a made-up distinction right <laughs> when people say oh i just have a head cold what is why do they, they mean say they that? have a cold yeah. that's in their uh, well, it's just, they just want to get specific with it or i like, think they want to make it sound wor- less they they want to make it sound not as bad as it is mm-hmm. right they say head cold just to make it sound not as bad the but same with under the weather yeah <laughs> i'm just like a, I'm, ba- I'm a little under the weather it's not a big deal what's the difference between a flu and a cold Oh. oh, this is a good one. So there's actually a huge difference, and this is why it's oh, important to get your flu shot. Um, because, I mean, a cold can be caused by, like, there's hundreds of viruses that can cause a cold. And a cold makes your nose runny, gives you a cough, may give you fever, may make you throw up. But um, flu is an its own virus that can cause those symptoms. But in addition to that, causes, like, full body aches, can cause very severe pneumonia, can cause... Um, problems in your brain, seizures. Um, and so we really classify it as its own thing that is worth vaccinating against. And so a lot of people are like, I don't need the flu shot. Like, it's just it's just like getting a cold, but it, it's not. What's the truth on contagious periods of time? That is when, so... Mm, that is really good. Well, lay it down. What is... Let's get to the bottom somebody, of this, because this has been ruining me for a long time. <laughs> when somebody starts having a, a sore throat... And by sore throat, I mean that kind of rough feeling in their throat, the itchy feeling, whatever it is. From that point, when do they start becoming contagious and when do they stop? Um, I, we don't have, like, exact cutoff dates. I mean, people shed virus for, like, 
days and days after their symptoms stop. Uh-huh. Oh, you can still get sick from someone even after they're better. <laughs> yeah. So when people that say, okay, so here's funny. this is it. When somebody has something, right, and they start taking antibiotics, and they mm-hmm. always say, well, I've been on, on antibiotics for a day now, mm-hmm. so I'm not contagious. Is that wrong? Well, so you're talking about bacteria now instead of viruses. And so if you're, say, someone has strep throat, mm-hmm. which is caused by yes. bacteria, yes. then like, Sure, maybe you, we can say that they're not as contagious after so they after a certain amount of 20, antibiotics. How long? Twenty four hours. Yeah, twenty four to forty eight hours. Oh, so they won't be contagious anymore. I, I you can't say anything with one hundred percent, but mm-hmm. I think you can feel pretty good about sending them back to school. But I'm talking about sorry, hanging sorry, out with them. Twenty four hours after the. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not talking about school. I'm talking yeah, about hanging out with. Hang them. Out. I'm, 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 I'm trying to hang out, out with the kid. Play some board games. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you talking about twenty four hours after the? After they started taking the antibiotics, right, right. yeah. Hmm. What about good. funguses? You ever deal with those? What kind oh, of yeah? Yeah. What? Like, how do you deal with that? Um. So sometimes kids get like fungal skin infections, and we have different uh, topical. Is there stuff that just doesn't work sometimes? You have to go internal. Um. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are some types of fungal infections that you have to take. Uh, medicine by mouth. Do you yes. think that kids get funguses more than adults? No. Uh, <laughs> maybe like you hate different... adults, I love it. Maybe different kinds. Like I think adults get like nail fungus more often than kids and like a athlete's foot more, but... Who does? I think adults. Get the athlete's foot more than kids? Yeah, I think so. Not this kid. <laughs> We're clean. I got athlete's foot when I was nine. And then I pretty much never got athlete's foot ever again. Oh, wow. Yeah. You still see chicken pox? Is that still going on? Um, <laughs> we vaccinate against it now. Oh, really? Yeah. It's easy to handle. Um, How about mumps? They're making a comeback, right? Mumps <laughs> are making a comeback in really? like, college-aged adults. I got mumps in my 20s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what a mump is, I got to be honest. I mean, I've heard of them. It's a, it's a salivary gland infection, right? It's a virus that can cause inflammation, yeah, in your uh, parotid gland. Okay, mm. when someone has a... Okay, is there such thing as a viral cold versus a bacterial cold? Uh, or is there... A, what, what's the difference between a viral infection and a bacteria, bacterial infection? So the the difference is that one is caused by a bacteria and one's what caused is a, by a virus. What's, well, I guess what is a bacteria versus a virus? Uh, they're they're different, like in different biologic kingdoms. Well, I don't think viruses even are, but we don't have a lot of medications that can treat viruses. We have a lot of different medications that can treat bacteria. Well, I guess what do bacteria look like? Are they just little thing like? Amoeba things or something? Um, they come in different shapes, and we name them based on what shape they make. They're alive. Yes. Uh. Uh-huh. They're living things. Mm-hmm. And viruses are not? Um, there's some debate over if viruses are truly living or not, but they're infectious. I mean, they they can replicate themselves and move around. I don't know. That's are what v- I remember from, like, high school biology. Are viruses... What are stronger, viruses or bacteria? I don't think you can really make that assumption. Okay, they're back and forth. Some there's uh, it, there it are weak, on the type. There's weak viruses. Yeah, uh-huh. um, but there's some viruses that are really really nasty. So viruses you can't treat with medicine. Only we have very few medications hmm. for viruses, and only certain types of viruses. Like which ones? Like the herpes virus. 
Uh-huh. Um, and like not just so like you can get the herpes virus in the fluid around your brain and that can cause a really serious infection. Mm. And so what's the real truth on who has herpes? Is it really 90 percent of people or something? Break it down. I, I think uh, like almost everyone has uh the HSV one, which is the more common for oral. like oral herpes, but they've HSV- been exposed to it. Um, yes. You're saying ninety percent of people, or what? Yeah. But I've never had. But they don't all show, right? Yeah, not necessarily. I've never had. So one. pretty much everyone has it. Has has been exposed to it. Really high high amounts. I don't know the what percentage of percentage. those people, the ninety percent or whatever. What percentage usually gets sh- shows? symptoms that i don't know Mm -hmm. i don't know Mm -hmm. but we see it in kids a lot sure yeah they share juice and all that yeah (laughs) but sometimes they're born with it right um some babies can get it from the mom um and that can make them really really sick it's a life-threatening infection Mm -hmm. so okay you have medication to treat herpes Mm -hmm. what else um maybe medications that are slightly helpful with like chicken pox or shingles, but like less so. And that's the same kind of medication. So those are viruses then too? Well, they're in the same <coughs> viral family actually as the herpes virus, chicken, chicken pox. So all and colds and all flus, those are all bacteria? No. All colds are caused by viruses. Oh, oh they and are. And the influenza virus is a, is a type of virus. Uh, okay, yeah. But like um, bacteria can cause more like I think about focal infection so like an ear infection or like a sinus infection or mm-hmm. a it, throat infection but those could oh. also all be caused by viruses what do b- antibiotics do exactly they work in many different ways depending on the type of bacteria that you're tr- trying to treat okay so they're just trying to kill the bacteria yes well some work by inhibiting growth and some work by physically killing the bacteria if you take too much antibiotics, what happens? Uh, it depends on the antibiotic. C- is it possible to lose smell from one of your armpits? Because <laughs> uh, that happened to me. I, I, I guess took, anything's possible. I feel like I took two. I, I, I think I had strep throat, and I took two rounds of antibiotics. And um, for, oh, I think, a year, I didn't have smell in one of my armpits. There was no body odor. Uh, do you think that's true, or do you think he sort of made that happen? Yeah, or did I make that up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did he? Did he? You would be the first person that I've met to have that. Not have a smell from one so, of my armpits. So yeah. were you testing it? You would you would smell your left one. I don't know right. if it was because of the antibiotics, but I just it, it might have just been your body. Why would I not have smell in an armpit? Is that a, a explainable you, thing? You can totally have one armpit that's smellier than the other. No, but it's back now. It's back it's to normal. Back, I mean, it's, it, no, it smells normally now. I mean, there's a normal <laughs> smell from it now. But for about a year, I just didn't have a smell. And did you armpit. not use deodorant on that one? Oh, I stopped using deodorant altogether because I was, I thought there was something wrong. Actually, what happened was, is I originally had a, it, it was itching, and um, I stopped using deodorant, and then the itch would come and go, but there wouldn't be any smell. What's going on? Uh, I mean, it's gone. It's fine I, now. I would have had to take a look at your armpit to see. Uh huh. You would have blushed. <laughs> might have been. You might have. have. I might have blushed. Have you? I can see. Do you blush? Uh, yeah, I've blushed before. Yeah. yeah. Do you blush? Have you ever blushed from a, a patient for some reason? No. 
You've never gotten embarrassed or something? No. Hmm. Has Have you ever had awkward exchanges that you felt awkward about? And obviously these teenagers are awkward all the time, but... Um, I don't, I don't think so. Any celebrity parents coming in? Uh, I'm not at liberty to say. Oh, I see. Oh, that's... You can't say even yes or no on that? Um, like, sure. Yes, I've, I've met celebrity parents. Mm-hmm. Jolie or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, hydration? What? What's with it? <laughs> Are we hydrated? How many should you have to drink? Yeah. Is it really is true that you need eight glasses of water? I heard that's not that true. That's depends on your that body. That is a right? lot of water. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it depends on your, your weight. Yeah. This is mine. Yeah. It depends on your weight? Yeah. Right. Is most of you dehydrated? Is that why Brent gets headache? Because he's dehydrated all the time? It, it could definitely be. Not that you are. I drink so much water. I try. He, whenever he I does. get a headache, I'm drinking and drinking. He, he, um, he does drink a lot. Um, I try, you know. But I don't. I feel like I drink enough water. I mean, you know. Okay, when you've treated people that were above twenty-one, mm-hmm. or even younger than that, actually, mm-hmm. has anyone ever tried to hit on you at all? No. You've no. never gotten that. Mm-hmm. The twenty-six-year-old never thought. No. So what oh. are you doing after this? What about the parents? <laughs> the t- the twenty-six-year-old was not was like not a developmentally normal. Okay. Child. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. What uh, What about the parents? No, I haven't had that experience. Uh huh. You will. <laughs> it, it happens to everyone. What about in the workplace at other doctors and stuff? Is that allowed or not? Yeah, it's. Uh, there are definitely relationships. Have you ever gone on a date like, with another doctor? Have, uh, I think in, I did it with another like medical student. Uh huh. But it, yeah. And but you're like kinda, you're thinking I don't want to do that anymore because yeah. you kind of mentioned it earlier that yeah no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about a nurse though, like a male nurse? You know, I actually have a. F- a friend who uh, is in a serious relationship with a male nurse. <laughs> She's a physician. Mm-hmm. Oh. I love it. It's a good parent. That's a good. That's a good combo. Yeah. Know? Will they come on on the podcast? <laughs> it's also kind of a, <laughs> a, a reverse of the classic role, you know, because classically, you know, there's this thought of you know, a male doctor and a mm-hmm. female nurse, mm-hmm. you know. But Is she tall? Yeah. Flip it for the new the I know. Mo- modern time. Yeah. You know? I like that. Is she I taller like... than him too? No, he's very tall. Mm. Is she, uh-huh. Does she act more dominant than him though? No. <laughs> but she knows everything. <laughs> I'd... She's very smart, yeah. She knows oh. more than him. Don't nurses kind of know pretty much everything doctors nurses They just nurse. don't have the ability to uh, write prescriptions or something like that? Um, I think it's different uh different training like they are trained in like pattern recognition um and like what deciding where to go based on like what you're seeing in front of you versus like physicians are i think trained more on like the physiology of like why is this happening like what is the biochemistry behind it or the cellular biology behind it and thinking like that Mm -hmm. do you know about allergies a lot because of being a doctor or is that just some other field um, so, I mean, there's a whole nother field in that, but I do have experience in like treating kids for allergic rhinitis or asthma or seasonal allergies. I have a question. Yeah. Say someone, say I get an itchy mouth oh, from yeah. eating certain things. Yeah. Do I need to avoid those things completely because it could be worse than that? Or is it okay? I can eat those things. Um, 
Ge- generally not. It's that's like a known uh, like oral allergy type syndrome. So I I get that too when I eat cantaloupe. Like my throat gets okay. really itchy. But um, it's a little different than like a. People who who have like severe peanut allergies. Well, I've yeah. heard that if you get an itchy mouth, mm-hmm. that's a sign that you could possibly say walnuts, for example, mm-hmm. or, that it could be a thing where my face swells up or something Possib- like that. Yeah, possibly. But, but then I, that I'm just be kind of getting lucky here, so, or or is it if I'm just getting an itchy mouth and that's it, then I'm pretty safe to just eat those things and just get the itchy mouth. I think you're you're pretty safe, but if you want to be extra careful, you can avoid it. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, you're at risk for developing new severe allergies at any time, even to things that you've eaten before. Do you avoid cantaloupe or do you give in to the temptation? Yesterday I ate some just because I was like, I, I feel like it. And then I got the itchy throat and I regretted it. Is it worth it for you? Or oh, you yeah, regretted it? I, yeah. It's not sometimes worth it I, for cantaloupe. Sometimes a really good cantaloupe, though. I love cantaloupe. Um, likewise, <laughs> it's chopped up in squares and it's kind of chilled. What about like um, other melons? Can you handle those? Yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, I was gonna ask. Uh, um, do you know the dangers of black mold? Oh, that's a good one. I I've been thinking about this. What's what's you know what's I, going I, on? I, I know somebody that in in LA that they they had a mold in their apartment and now it's like in their blood and really they're 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 getting a lot of medical treatment well what do you know about this i don't know if it was black mold i don't know i don't know much about black mold specifically if there's blackness on your bathtub i know this is not really your realm here maybe but if there's blackness on your bathtub is that is that black mold no that's not black mold i don't think so like dark spots on your bathtub just like everyone's apartment not mine, <laughs> but like like a lot of people's apartments, there's a little black mold in the grout. It seems like or yeah, yeah. There's dark, it huh? seems like there's some darkness in the grout. Yeah, from the little bit of reading I did, I don't. Think that's so. not black mold. I don't think so. I think black mold's like a serious thing. That's like really dangerous. And Can the mold def- you have is like, you should clean it though. Well, I'm getting having a cleaner come on Saturday. But is there? I want you to do it. <laughs> is can that affect your facial hair growth? Come on, <laughs> I'm serious. Is, I heard that. Where'd before. you hear that? I heard that black mold can make your facial hair get patchy or even just your head hair too is that true i, I have know. no idea yeah. that's interesting i have never heard that mm-hmm. i mean what can make your facial hair get patchy maybe changes to your hormones hmm. is it bad to eat too much tofu um some people like because of the phytoestrogens is that what you're asking mm-hmm. um some some people say that i i haven't personally I had to counsel anyone on avoiding more tofu. Can too much estrogen make you men develop breasts, even if they're thin? Um, there's some thought about that, yes. Actually, you know what can is has been known to cause? It's called gynecomastia, actually. Hmm. is um, Like marijuana has been associated with. Heavy marijuana use has been associated with it. With boot? Oh, I've heard about breasts? that. Breasts? Yeah. Oh, wow. I've heard that. That's another reason for you to stop smoking, maybe. If you do that. I don't, I'm don't. i not saying you do. Oh, I, I, just I saying have you, before. I'm not saying. I don't know. I don't know what you do, you know. That's great. <laughs> do, okay. do, do stethoscopes and equipment like that change over time and, and get better? Like there are new updates are on Are they them using the same like, ones from the 80s? I mean, the one that I have is like a very basic model that I think has been used for like decades and really? decades. But... Um, there are new electronic ones that 
um, you can actually record what you're hearing. And so a lot of the cardiologists at my hospital yeah. like them because if you have a cool murmur, they record it and then they can like use it to teach oh. other people. What do you, it have you ever beat. heard anything very unusual? Like what? Like a, weird, oh, like, a like a squeaky noise or something or some <laughs> kind of like a, like something. a scream <laughs> or something. You can, you can hear, like I, I take care of a lot of kids who have different congenital heart problems and the way that their heart has been reconstructed sometimes can make some very loud noises. Hmm. Are you a squeamish person at all? No. Mm-hmm. You're a stethoscope yourself? Do I have one? Do you ever, no, do you ever use, oh. it use it on yourself? Oh, uh, no. Do you, uh, do you ever use it on non-bodies? Like do you ever to use listen it a, through a wall? Yeah. That's so I, good. I haven't tried that yet. Do you think it would be effective in spying on people? Maybe. I don't know. You. It might be. I don't know how helpful that might be. What color is yours? It's black. Did you choose that color or they gave it to you? I chose that Did color. Did you buy oh. it or they give it to you when you become a doctor? Um, I bought it myself. Where from? Uh, Amazon. When you were done with <laughs> medical great. school, did you just think, oof, I can't believe finally. I did it. No, because then you go to residency, which is like even harder. Right. It's har- oh, residency is harder oh. than yeah. school? Can I yeah. tell you something? Hmm. This, this doctor, I used to know this is about 15 years ago. He, sa- he told me he was a doctor. He was an orthopedic surgeon. He said that all medical school was was remembering 38,000 things. Is that true? Yeah, it's, it's all just basically like studying and memorization. Like how how much work can you put? Do you in? think it's possible for somebody to not go to class and still pass? Oh, definitely. Oh, really? They Pe- just if they cram. Well, <laughs> people, Some people are good at that. They they actually would video the lectures, and people would just never go to class oh, and duh. watch the lectures on like but two say, times. Let's say they don't have that. They don't even watch the lectures. Yeah. Do you think they can still get a degree? I think it would be challenging. I know a guy who claims that he didn't go to class at all, <laughs> and he basically only played video games. But then before exams, he would cram, and he got a an, medical. He has student? an MD. He has an MD. Really? Yeah. He was addicted to video games, mm. and he stayed oh, in his apartment. Oh, I think I know him. You do? I met him once. No, you didn't meet him, but I'll tell you about him later. But <laughs> did. But what do you think it's actual possible? Do you think that's possible? I mean, sure. I mean, he, what? that's what he claims. What kind of question is that? No, I, mean, I, I feel like he might have been exaggerating, but I'm wondering right. if he didn't actually go to class at all and just crammed right before exams and sure. stuff. Sure. And they don't take a role, obviously. They don't care. They just want you to know the answers. Is that true? They don't take role. Like attendance? Yeah, attendance. Yeah. Did you like taking doing the gross anatomy class? Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Do you like seeing how the body works and stuff? Definitely. Do you ever feel like you know too much about your own body? Does that keep you up at night or no? <laughs> does for me. Uh, I think in medical school, everyone goes through a period where they become a little bit of a hypochondriac. Right. Um, but right now, no, I don't think But you get over it, I bet. Yeah. After are your time. parents really proud of you that you're a doctor? Oh, hell yeah, they are. I think so, yeah. Right. They're sweet about it. How many kids are in your family? I have two younger brothers. They look up well, to you uh, big time. What are they trying to do? Um, one is a lawyer. And oh, one's a, wow. one's a cook, right? And the other one actually is a sh- training to be a chef. Because he's called earlier and said he burned his elbow or something. Oh, wow. <laughs> Great detective work, Donnie. Thank you, sir. Wow. <laughs> Great detective work. Amazing. Uh, yeah. So so your parents are thinking, wow, we got a doctor. We got a lawyer. I know your dad was a doctor, but they're just mostly thinking, And a wow. chef, dude. And a chef. A and a chef, private especially chef. Especially if he becomes one of the Michelin stars. <laughs> like working at one of them restaurants. Wow, that's really... That's is a he, pre- that's a prestigious is he, family. Gosh, Thanksgiving what is your so fun. Is, is he a good cook, by the way? He is. Last Christmas, he made 
a, a like short rib ravioli. Like he Ooh. made the pasta mm. himself. It wow, was, it was beautiful. Great. What, what did your mom do? She's an, a nurse. Whoa! Oh, do they meet it's in the blood? They they met at the hospital. Yeah. This is real, did you, you real rich? Did you was it just in the your blood? It's in her DNA. I think. <laughs> I'm not, I'm I'm not sure. You don't know. I'm not, I don't know. Do you want your kid to be a doctor? <laughs> Or a uh, nurse. Or a I, nurse. That is like really far away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she doesn't even know what she wants to Okay. Okay. What's the What's the real truth on what, when's the latest a woman can have a baby? Come I'll on answer now. this. I'll do take this want, one. Do you want to? No, sorry. You should go ahead. But my dad, my dad's, my dad, my grandma had my dad when she was like 47. But for firstborn though. Oh. So, I mean, as wow, long as the w- woman is still like hasn't gone through menopause she can have a baby the problem is that like certain risks increase and risks of um, having a child with down syndrome mm. exponentially increase the At older what age? Uh, the older the mom is when's when when are you what's the safe zone though i think technically i don't know if i'm off on this because i haven't done ob in a long time but over age 35 i think is technically considered like advanced maternal age Oh, so crazy! So you're saying so it's not safe after 35? Not necessarily that it's not safe. And also, you're, everyone's you're body's in, different too. You're introducing, uh, you're at higher risk of certain things. Right. So even 37, <laughs> they are would be at higher risk than someone who is 27. Hmm. It's so young. Dang, dang, dang! What are you supposed to do though? Yeah. I wish it wasn't so. Damn no! Your Thanksgiving must be so fun. Do you eat Cheetos at home too? Uh. Yes. Did you eat Cheetos when you were a kid? No, my mom never bought us that stuff. Were your parents really health conscious? Oh, yeah. My mom tried to be. Like, we could but never. she bought you Muselix for breakfast or we something? We could never have cereal with marshmallows in it. Sure, yeah, sure. Has there ever been any um, diseases in your family? I mean, you know, like cancer or something like that? Um, my, yes. Sorry, but I mean, I guess I, I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah, I'm if, just, I'm just uh, not, not to make that a heavy thing, but I'm just kind of curious if that did happen and then you guys... Right. We're kind of on top of it because... I think that's a good question. Oh, uh, no, I don't think so. And the people who did have cancer uh, developed it like later in in life um, when people generally do. So it wasn't like super surprising or I don't know. Mm -hmm. Is there a cure for cancer that's being kept secret? No. Uh, there, you know, we can cure a, lo- a lot of cancers, but not all of them. Um, have you ever worked with um, uh, AIDS victims or HIV? I actually don't see a lot of patients who have HIV, but I have, um, like, currently, um, but I did in medical school. Have you ever had any kids with sexually transmitted diseases? I mean, besides that, AIDS. Um, HIV. Yeah, of course. Really? Like chlamydia, gonorrhea. You've met some kids like that? Uh, like teenagers, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. Is that kind of, what? It, like, is that disturbing? Uh, is it disturbing for me? Yeah. N- no. Like, I mean, have it you tells ever, me that you, they're not being very careful. When Have you ever worked, what's the youngest kid you worked with that was sexually active and getting stuff like that? Be honest. Um, I think like a 13 year old, but, uh, mm. boy or girl, a girl. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But it like, wasn't a very good situation. So, mm. yeah. Mm. Is there some sad stuff that you come across a lot? Of course. Do you ever cry? 
Sometimes. Really? Do you cry in the room? Or afterwards. Do you do it afterwards? Uh, afterwards. You it's, hold it in, and when they walk out, you fall to your mm. knees. <laughs> oh, it's, my God. It's usually, uh, like, just seeing families react to diagnoses or different things happen. Oh. I think that's the, the hardest thing. So do you sad. ever have to... Do you do the classic thing of announcing to the family or to the patient something, some bad news? Yeah, I've I've had to do that before. Oh my have you ever God, discovered? That must be seriously. Have worst. you ever discovered cancer or something like yeah, that? Yeah, of course. You have. Yeah. Wow. And you Is had to often? tell the parents. Yes. Is that often? Oh my God! Where do you? T- oh, sorry. Go ahead. The, oftentimes, do you have you t- discovered cancer? Is that an o- um, frequent occurrence? It is not a rare thing. Hmm. Um. Yeah. And so, how do you approach it? How do you talk? How do you tell the family or uh, or uh, the patient? Do you say that all at once? You tell them all at once? Um, it, it depends on the age of the patient. And mm-hmm. usually I will tell the f- parents separate. Um, and then we can, we have uh, someone called Child Life. They specialize in how to make kids feel more comfortable in the hospital setting. But they're also really good at explaining diagnoses to the, to the child in a way that they can understand it based on their age. Who do you tell first? The parents or the I'll kid? tell the parents first. Uh-huh. Like in the in the lobby or, or in the no, in the so room. we'll go to like a private room, um, and usually I'll bring like a social worker do the with ki- me. Do the parents start crying a lot when you tell them? Generally, yeah. And does it does it make you want to cry when they start crying? Yeah, that can be it. Can be hard to kind of maintain your composure. Have you ever teared up in uh, front of in front of them? A, a little bit, but I really try, like, n- to remain calm and I also don't want it to be about my emotion like it should be about theirs mm-hmm. plus it might make them more freaked out too maybe have yeah. you but you have you ever totally lost control of that and just started crying a lot in front of a parent no I'm almost tearing up right now thinking about it what's the youngest age that you've seen cancer in uh in infants oh infants yeah wow Kids of all age can have cancer, uh-huh. and that, some kids are born with cancer. I mean, that really? has to be the worst yeah. part of the entire job, right? Is giving bad news. Breaking bad news? Yeah, yeah. that's definitely oh, not fun. That's terrible. And you've seen cancer in kids from all the ages you work with? Correct, yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. What's usually the common most cancer that you see? Uh, so the most common cancer in kids is um, ALL, which is a type of leukemia. Um, what is leukemia? Leukemia is a cancer of the blood cells, so you have too many growing white blood cells in the bone marrow, and it keeps the bone marrow from being able to produce other healthy cells. Hmm. What's usually the success rate of beating the cancer? So for standard risk ALL, in uh, there are certain things that... S- determine whether you're standard risk or high risk but if you have standard risk ALL I think the cure rate is somewhere around like 80 to 90 percent really we're really good at treating that but for kids who do not have standard risk or they have relapsed ALL the cure rates are lower but there have been some recent advancements in um, treatment that have been really promising have you ever witnessed um, a child dying yes oh really yeah oh wow what was an example of that? It was because of cancer or something? Um, I think the the two times, the, the last two times were more of like uh, really s- serious infections that just 
had revved up the immune system and we weren't able to keep the the kid um like they would have to stay on a on a breathing machine and on medicines what to keep the their blood pressure yeah. um one was uh they had like a really serious problem in their intestines and their uh they perforated their intestines and that creates a whole lots of problems inside the abdomen and so um she was dying and usually uh, when we like see that things are going in that way and that we don't have like a lot of other things much to do we talk to the family about like how can we make this a more comfortable situation for your child because it's not fun to have like tubes coming out of you everywhere and so then we really try to focus on making the child comfortable as they as they die do you ever go home and really cry a lot about it or does it not you don't cry that much about it um i think it it depends on the on the case uh-huh. And sometimes it means like going into a closet and like crying at work. Really? Yeah. Wow. Is that common with doctors? Are um, there rooms to go in to do that or no? Not specifically for that, but I mean there are like lesser used stairwells that I think people go to. Do some doctors look down upon people being emotional? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Does it bring you guys closer together maybe? I don't know if it brings us closer together, but... Um, You've gone in a closet before and just cried a lot? Yes. Wow. How long are you in there for? Uh, I don't know. I was working... I was, like, on call as a resident, so I had, like, several pagers and a, f- a phone that were being... Like, as I was feeling sad, I was being contacted about other patients, so, mm-hmm. like, I didn't really have a lot of time to right. myself. Mm-hmm. I think that's the hardest thing is that like after something really sad happens, you have to just keep working. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, does that manifest though, you know, not being able to fully, I guess, process or whatever, you know, or fully grieve at work? Does that manifest itself when you're not working? That sort of, you know... um, you know, pushing that aside for the for the time being, and does it come out later and stuff? Um, I think it like, definitely you, affects some people. You'd like, will you be at home just eating Cheetos or whatever, and all of a sudden, it just hits you? Yeah. Uh, not not like that. Mm-hmm. I try to be mindful and like not push it aside because then I think you can become really like detached and cold, and that's not good either. So, mm-hmm. trying to balance it. Yeah. Moving away from a more like more serious <laughs> subject, do you, um. Is it common for kids to have hemorrhoids? <laughs> uh, sometimes some really <laughs> constipated kids maybe can have that or kids who have other medical problems maybe. Have you ever met a kid who didn't ever go poo? I mean, they like what's the longest a kid has gone without Oh, my God. Poo? Kids get so constipated. Right. Sometimes they're so constipated no, I, that they have yeah. to be put to sleep and have like uh, – be an anesthesia and someone like reaching in there and taking the poop out so from the back how do they do that from the they reach in yeah how do they reach in and pull it they pull it out Mm -hmm. how do they do that with a glove with a hand Mm -hmm. okay hold on a second they get they stick a hand in and they reach in and pull poo out of it. I knew this would work them out. Oh, this is this is a called <laughs> manual disimpaction. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done it before. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a second here. It's called manual disimpaction? Yeah, you're disimpacting their bowels First manually of all, with your hand. You 
and it f- everything fits up there and it's a kid's butt i mean i can't i don't think i've ever fit my fist up their bottom but it's more like a, a finger you're getting a finger and pulling poo out of it yeah because they couldn't go wow. yeah they're just like how deep are you getting in there i mean not like, not super deep so there's not really poo that's you're just, it's on like it's almost out almost mm-hmm. but sometimes it's like such a giant stool ball that like it's too painful for the kid to pass like uh, and and or they're not able to and so you try you're trying to like break it up or is this gross you out a little bit um i mean it's not like my favorite thing to do mm-hmm. but like i'm used to it have right. you ever done it and the glove breaks no <laughs> um but even after you take even if the glove was working the whole time do you like kind of wash your hands a lot afterwards oh my gosh when i know that i'm gonna do this i wear like a gown sometimes i'll wear like a a splash guard which is a mask that has plastic over your eyes is it possible that stuff as you're doing that might squirt out yes because sometimes things are under a lot of pressure and once you relieve that you can have a is there explosion. like is there a mix of different kinds of poo in there? Like some is more, is more liquidy, and some yes. of the hard stuff is blocked. Yeah. It's like a pl- yeah. so it's almost like a uh, there's a pressurized cork almost. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, wow. Have you ever been squirted on? No, there, thankfully. Okay. But wow. people have been. Have yeah, you? Do you I know try any? To be per- cautious. You know anyone who's been blasted? <sighs> I don't think personally. But maybe maybe I do, and I just don't know it. It's safe to well. say we know they're out there. <laughs> Um, and what's the longest you've seen a kid not go poo for? Weeks. Not weeks. weeks. And is he complaining? Whoa. Is he feeling ill? Oh my his God, parents can, are mad? You can like feel a mass. In Ugh. his culinary? In, in their belly. And it's just like a giant stool bottle. Why is it not coming out? <sighs> so he, yeah. there's like lots of, a lot of times kids Rumors. don't like to go poop. They don't want to go poop at school, so they mm-hmm. hold it in, yeah. and then they become more constipated, yeah. and then they're afraid of pooping because the poop has gotten so big that it's going to hurt when it comes out, and then wow. they keep holding it in, or they don't drink enough water, they're drinking, eating bad foods, and it just like gets worse and worse and worse. Um, Does that happen to adults, too? Probably. Probably. Oh, my gosh. Uh, anyway. You ever had a... Last thing. You ever had a hunch? A hunch? Like... Um, <laughs> Like you were, you were work like um, treating some or someone came in for like their their tongue hurt or something or mm-hmm. for some reason mm-hmm. and then you just had this weird feeling yeah that something else definitely was, was going on yeah why where did it come from you just had, you just had a feeling I don't know I, you're you see so many kids with so many presentations of one thing and then sometimes you see one who's a little different and you're like this doesn't feel right to me this is. I know I kind of asked this a lot just, of times already. Just, yeah, let's get this it. This is I've said I've already made many. I've had, had many questions about like kids being dirty and stuff. This is kind of related to the other what we were just talking about. But have you ever looked at a kid's like butt <laughs> and it's like <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Look at a kid's butt and it's just really dirty looking. Like there's just poo on it and stuff. Um, you know what? Sometimes my kids who are really constipated, they're they're so constipated that they have <laughs> they have leakage of like exactly of like liquid stool, oh right? And I've seen that, but usually they do a pretty good job. I guess what I'm saying is, I just here's my thought. It just seems to me that kids are not wiping thoroughly. And how true is that? Come on, it's probably very true. Right? They they need help. Right? They need constant reeducation. Do you ever educate when it comes to that? Um, I educate my girls about wiping front to back to prevent yes. urinary tract infections. Right. Yeah. right. Yes. Yes. Right. Do you ever educate 
any of the male students, male <laughs> students? No. Your male clients. <laughs> they they seem to have the right. That the, I don't think right w- wiping forward is an option for boys. What about their front? private parts uh-huh. the girls and boys yes are they ever really dirty sometimes uh it, usually yeah, it looks adequately clean oh really yeah do you ever see smegma ever yes you do yeah uh, oh man does it, what do you think about that um what does that do <laughs> if if i if i do okay. see it i Okay, sometimes for for boys who are uncircumcised, I I try to educate them like, oh, do you know how to clean yourself? Or Mm -hmm. do you know you need to make sure that you always replace your foreskin after you pull it back or else it can get stuck like that. Mm. So those are the things that I talk about. Okay, have you ever been working with a kid or Mm -hmm. whatever of any age and they get an erection? And if that's happened, what do you think about that? So it happens a lot in like small, like small boys sometimes. Oh, okay. what yeah, age? Yeah, like like infants or like young young kids. They can just have like sp- little erections. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do they what do they I think about uh, that? And what do you think about it? They don't seem to be reacting. And, and how old are we talking? About about What's the oldest we talking about here? Like really young, young, like six, young four. No, like younger. Two, three. Like like, like one. Yeah, one. Oh, half. okay. But have you ever, you've never had a you never had somebody get an erection that's been older. I have. Talk how about old? it. <laughs> and in, what did that do? Uh, how old? How old was he? In medical school, I had a uh, older man. Oh, older man. Yeah. How old? Oh my gosh. I don't know. Like divorce. Forties, fifties. Forty or fifty, and he, he, yeah. And what happened? Tell me what happened. Yeah. I was actually on a rotation, on a urology rotation, and so I was um, seeing patients. And um, he was there because he recently had an infection of the head of the penis that's called balanitis. And he was here to follow up on that to make sure that it had gotten better. So this was in a clinic that's very busy and like people are running around. Mm-hmm. And so we had to like go in and go out. So like I walked in and I was like, oh, hey, how's your you're here to follow up on the infection of the tip of your penis. Like, how's it doing? Can I take a look at it really quickly? And he was like, uh, okay. Like, he didn't speak English well. He was like, okay. And he uh, took his uh, pants down, and he still had his underwear on. I was like, no, like, I, I need to take a take a look at you and examine you, sir. He's like, okay. And he took it down, and, and then he had an erection. And But I so, still had to, like, examine the, the oh, head of his penis. Was, was, like, was he, you okay. were touching it? Uh, yeah. So that made you feel a little weird, right? Yeah. Okay. It was not a fun And what did he do when you touched? He didn't do anything. Did he smile at all? No, I didn't look at his face. (laughs) Was he embarrassed? I was like, I don't know. I walked in and out So were you just sort of touch, just like touching it as least amount as possible? Yes. Kind of? Yeah. And did he have, was it all good? It looked looked much better. And, and do you, he must have gotten that erection before you got yeah, there. Yeah, well, you was before you got there, or was it right when you showed up? And, I, have, I have no idea. I like, just I know when it was unveiled, it was... Just uh, out of curiosity, when you pull, pull, the underwear came down, did the erection get <laughs> even harder or softer during that period? Oh, my God. I, I don't remember. You couldn't tell. Okay, I couldn't no. tell. And was he wearing... I know this sounds unnecessary, but briefs? <laughs> yes. So you could tell it was pretty hard... 
I, I would imagine through Before the end, he took end. it down. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I was even like looking at that. I was just like looking at his face, right. being like, "Can you please?" He did seem I'm to like, hesitate. So he, he was he hesitant. Was, he I was hesitant that, though, actually. Yeah. So he kind of maybe didn't really want. Yeah. It was kind of an accident or something. Yeah, I don't. Or, I don't he wasn't think being he was like weird. Be about, he wasn't. Yeah, no. right. Exactly. No. Right. 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 He was like a very respectful patient. Have you ever anally examined a man? Uh, yes. And has they have? <laughs> what do you think about that? Um, actually, I have to do that on my kids who are constipated too. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, right, so right. I've I've I my, my fingers was, been in a lot of buttholes. Where I was going with it was like, has ever a man ever been aroused from that for some reason, like it exa- examined? Or uh, I don't. I don't think I had that happen to me in medical school. Right. Now you haven't had any erections from kids from the like i mean younger than tw- or like 50 like, teenagers yeah, or something like that no no okay. no hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hmm. i wonder if they'd be embarrassed i guess yeah. i thought it would be like the worst they'd uh-huh. be probably pretty yeah. embarrassed uh-huh. but you never know yeah. well look um any last thoughts here or, like last questions i think i'm good i mean you got any air in there um, I do. I do have some questions. Oh, oh you yeah. do, Aaron? I do. Yeah. Oh, what? Well, for, we were talking circumcision, and I'm, I'm my wife and I are looking to have a child. Mm-hmm. So I thought you were going to say my wife and I are looking to have me circumcised. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, so, what is the prevailing uh, medical thing about that's that a great question? Point? So, the American Academy of Pediatrics, I think, oh, maybe like three years ago for the first time came out with a statement recommending circumcision. Oh, and the okay. reasoning behind that is uh, you have lower rates of STD transmission, lower rates of urinary tract infection, and lower rates of um, some penile cancers. To be fair, the like baseline rates of those happening in boys is still like really low. Um, so in, in a country like America where HIV is not incredibly prevalent, it's... Um, you could still probably make the decision for for yourself, but the American Academy of Pediatrics does have an official stance on it. There's lower rates of smegma and things like that. I well. recommend it, by the way. Uh, I mean, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I think at this point, it's like a. I see it as a cultural thing. It depends yeah. on like what the family is like. Are, are, yeah, yeah. Are you having a kid soon? Seriously? I mean, we're tr- we're starting to try. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Any other questions there? Um, yeah, I was. I mean, you haven't done emergency room stuff, correct? Like, I, I have worked in the emergency oh, okay. room before. Yeah. I was going to say, have you have you saved a life that you know of? Excellent question. I mean, I th- I hopefully am saving lives like all the time. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they're like like you an brought instantly back to life. So yeah, uh, one time there was a, a baby who had a viral infection that was really severe and was causing sometimes in very young babies that could make them stop breathing. And this baby kept having episodes where they stopped breathing, stopped breathing. And we were like, OK, this is enough. We have to intubate this baby. So uh, uh, then I int- intubated them and put the tube into their lungs and then put, attached them to a, a ventilator. Damn, you just took charge. What, I mean, you took control. It, there's like many people around you helping you out doing that, and but but and it and it saved him. You must have been charged after that. It was actually the first time I had ever done that successfully, so I was like very excited. Wow! I, it was when I was a resident. Yeah. You celebrate that night? Uh, no, but I I told I told my like my family. They were <laughs> they, tra- were, they, they were, were proud. Do Your you, dad must have been stoked. Do people yeah. hug you a lot? 
Like parents or kids? Um, so when I had my own patients, like in the clinic that I saw for four years, um, we like after when I finally had to say goodbye because I was going to go work in a different part of the hospital, we gave lots of hugs. And sometimes I see those families around um, and we hug all the time or the kids will run up to me. Is it a thing where you're not supposed to hug at all? Because there's some or something I don't think so. Mm -hmm. You got anything else? Make her own rules. No, I'm good. Nothing Mm -hmm. else? What about sunscreen? Do you like that? Yeah, sunscreen's very important. It is. It's not bad for the... Some people are scared about sunscreen going into the skin, into the body. Um, If you are concerned about chemical sunscreens, you can use a physical sunscreen that has zinc oxide in it. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, for people who have really sensitive skin, that's a great option. And totally safe. Right. If a kid's like sick, really sick though, do you not want them to hug you? Um, like if they have a cold or something. Or even strep throat. Um, <laughs> or even, no. uh, uh, I, I would worse. be okay if they wanted to give me a hug. Really? Strep I'll throat? Just, I'll just like wash you my wash your whole ever, body off? And usually when I'm seeing those kids, I have like a mask on. Anyways. Have they ever tried to kiss your mask? No. Or have kiss you, you at all? Have no. you gotten sick at all from the working? Oh my God. This? Like we get sick all the time. Really? Every, really? every winter. No yeah. kidding. Oh, you do. But yeah. not the, f- and but you get your flu shots. Yeah. Yes. But isn't there a danger to getting flu shots too? Can't you get sick from them too? That's a myth. Oh, it is. Um, So everyone, um, you can have like side effects from a a flu shot. Like anyone could be allergic to one. That's totally possible. But the flu shot does not cause the flu. Everyone always says, oh, it gives you the minor version of the flu. Yeah, that's not true. That's hogwash. Yeah. Hogwash. And um, do you, so you get sick all the time. But do you or also mainly in the winter? Yeah, mainly in the winter. Do you also not get sick a lot because you have some kind of build build up thing, or is that a, even a thing? I I don't know. There are just like so many different strands of viruses everything. out yeah. there. Like, yeah, you, you can't have to get so sick so right. many times. People say, you know, oh well, I since I you know do this or I, I work with kids. Teachers will say I work with kids all the time, so I have an immunity built up. But that's not true because there's so many different strands of everything, right? That that would be my thinking. Yes. Right. So there's no such thing as building up an immunity. My point being is it's not you shouldn't embrace germs. You should be paranoid about them, right? <laughs> I think you could have a happy balance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and how sick have you gotten from this job? Mm-hmm. Um what's the worst that you've gotten? Did you have to call in sick? Oh, uh, uh maybe once. Are you do or work twice. sick sometimes? That's a good question. People work when they have colds all the time, but they wear masks everywhere just because if I don't work. That means someone who's off has to come in and work for me. So, like, it's a job where, like, you don't just get a sick day. Your sick day means it sucks for someone else. Right. Uh-huh. And uh, so what? what's the worst sickness that you um, A couple years ago, I had, like, like, I don't know if I actually got the flu that year, but I had fevers, like, daily for a week. And really? And it was, it was terrible. Because wow. usually, like, we don't get fevers very right. often as adults, but... Have you I've ever gotten heard, yeah. something like mumps or something like that? N- no. What about strep throat? Have you gotten that from yeah, somebody? Yeah. You got that from a patient? Um, I don't think I've gotten it from a patient. That's what I mean. But I, ever... I, I think I've gotten it from other people. At the hospital. At the hospital? Maybe, or just like other contacts or... Mm. What do you... Okay, sorry, this is the last thing. No, it's okay. What do you... After, you know, you since you, you get a week off usually... Uh-huh. What do you do on that week? Um, I try to, like, I'm involved in different 
committees in the hospital or different educational things. So I'll do that or um, I'll also try to like exercise or cook. I don't know. That's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, like look, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. And, thank you so much. You know, doing this and um, yeah, and uh, answering our questions and things like that. Is there anything you'd like to add? Please. Um, everyone, please vaccinate your children. Uh huh. Nice. The end. All right, you heard it here. <laughs> nice. Thank you, you to Doctor A, who's been our our guest. My name is Brent Weinbach. My name's Donnie Devonian. Our engineer is Aaron Brunkart. The name of the program is Pointed Questions. Thank you for listening. <laughs>